Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and burrow. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What's going on? What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're going to talk about each guest, the time points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, it's February sweeps at our Patreon, and somehow Kamara's figured out something. An avalanche of humanity figured us out. Uh, yeah, I'm Kamar Babar, you know, co-host of the show, live and direct. Uh, this is my favorite part of the week. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe. That was new. Smash that hit button. I'm always trying to keep it fresh. Like we said, um, live and direct, like he's some sort of UK fucking... <laughs> it was a uh, Ministry of Sound. <laughs> live, ah, live and direct. Yeah. The Patreons keep this thing afloat for the post-Joe. This will not age well. Get on the Patreon. But this week, uh, my calls were put out for February sweeps, and they were answered by... Uh, Francesco Pavone, come on down. My man, Francesco. What up, Francesco? Sean Blackwell. What up, Sean? Thank you, Sean. I can't describe what it was like just seeing these roll in, like, killing the battery of my phone. Uh, Then we have Tom Chalamish. What What odds you got that right? Tom. What up, Tom? Chalamish. Oh, I yeah, we don't it. have two, the fucking you guys name. You got two, F- two attempts at it, and then we got a favor for me. Uh, big shout out to Glenn B. Why is that a favor to you? You know Glenn. I can pronounce Glenn B. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, thank, thank you, Glenn, for having such an easy name. Shout out to all the Patreons. You guys rock. Old Might sound ridiculous, new. but I think in five years that's our biggest, might be our biggest Patreon week. That's great, and it, this is only February. Why wait, wait till March, March Madness? Madness. One yeah. week left in February sweep, so act now. Hit that smash button, <laughs> like and subscribe. Kamar, how was your week? Oh, uh, still busy. I did a show at a rival club from my home club, and uh, yeah, yuck yucks looks gross. It was it was fine, but I just hate the owner so much. It's like um, it pains me to do it. Like I'm helping him out. The owner of the rival club. That's the, well, that's how I feel. And he's just so dismissive. And It's funny because the um, the manager is the one who's a real fucking dipshit over there. Or a dick. I'm sure I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, no, I'm sure I do know who it's you're talking about. It's probably the same guy now that I think about it. Is the owner there a lot? Does he work there? Yeah, it's probably him. Yeah, does he work the bar a lot? No, no. Is he bald and looks like a creepy guy? Yeah. Yeah, he used to be a nice guy. But, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> um, comedy will do, will do that to you, especially Canadian comedy. But it's, he, they're just such pieces of garbage. I, I, I don't know. I shouldn't have said anything. Yeah, that's a good way it to was. bury it yourself a, it on It was this. a crazy yeah. weird flex. It really, really irked me, though, to perform there. And I'll be there uh, next month. <laughs> Simon, how was your week? Okay, all right. Uh, my week was fine. Not, I'm in like one of those ruts where every so day I. just feels the same. It's the end of February. 
Definitely uh, done, definitely fucking done with winter. You know what, though? I think maybe I might have found the like remains of an ancient civilization in Ottawa. Do you guys know where Tech University is? Yeah, right by the wall. I think Tech Wall at one point was an ancient wall. And they just built. When you drive up um, Bronson Avenue and you look to the left before, sorry, after you pass Tech Wall heading south. Yeah. You'll see there are these giant rocks, stones that make up a retaining wall there. It does look like a wall. They look like they are ancient. And that kind of thing would make sense. Listen, I'm not saying there was a um, pyramid there. Maybe. Who knows? But we do know that walls, ancient walls, are found all the time all over the place. Look at the Texas wall. Remember I was telling you about that one? Which is like a... It's crazy. It's, you know, 50 feet high and miles long. But that that would be pretty neat, Right. You know what would have been better is if he had spent even five minutes on Google just double checking. No, nope, didn't. I mean, just going all off gut. Well, that made me think of the but wall. But we should find some schematics of old Ottawa. Yeah. There's a wall that um, runs parallel to the uh, canal down by the uh, Chalore. It's, pre- it's pretty big, but I think it was done by. Did you start by asking us if we knew where tech was? Manpower. Yeah. At Bronson and Queen. Yeah. It's not, you know, well, it's not tech, called that. It's not, wall. It's, it's not called that anymore. It's technical high school. Yeah. Some people who weren't going to learn it when I was a kid. Yeah. They do graffiti there now. You know where I'm talking about, right? I fucking hate it. <laughs> you know what's interesting about ancient civilizations, though? You know, at um, nothing. Bank and Gladstone, there's a shopper's drug mart and apartment building, and they built it over a church. Yes. Yeah. I, I walked past there the other day and I could not remember what was there. And it was just a parking lot before. Okay. But I, I, it had become whatever it is now. And my memory was erased, what, in 10 years of what it once was, where it was always that up at that point. So just mm-hmm. to show how memories could fade and yeah, I mean, if things you, could be if forgotten. You forget in 10 years. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, besides that, nothing. That was the only interesting thing that happened to me this week. You guys watch any of the All Stars? The All Star basketball? Yeah, I have a little caption about it in the post show. No, I didn't. I, that happened. Well, the All Star game is tonight, but they did the three dunk point the skills and the dunk contest. The dunk contest, Simon. The Seventy Sixers signed this kid who's in the G League. They signed him to a two week or a, a ten day two way contract, just so he could compete. just so he could, and he crushed it. He's never played in the NBA before. He's nope. Ah. But all the announcers were like, welcome to the NBA, kid. You just made a name for yourself. I got to say, though, this has been sticking in my craw since I watched the dunk competition. I am i can't remember exactly who was on the, the panel, the judging panel. I know one of them was Dominique Wilkins, obviously a, a legend in the game. I think another one was, uh, it doesn't matter. Why am I talking about this? I'm talking about this for a reason. One of the judges was a WNBA player. <coughs> I'm fine with that. Hold on. I didn't get there. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. This guy goes up, jumps over a human being's head, grabs the ball from that human being's hands, double pumps, and then slams it in. It was insane. All the NBA legends give him a 50. The highest score you can get. 
And the WNBA player gave him a 49. And I have never been so enraged in my fucking life. Like the audacity, that would be like me. That would be like me sitting up there and watching a fellow white man jump over a human being double pump and me going, I'm not that impressed. That's the key. He was white. The guy who that's what that you should have led with that. Oh, sorry. He's yeah. very white. Like he looks like white his name can is now officially Jonathan. Go. Yeah. Wow. Or his name is Mac McClung. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's kind of black. So that's why I was saying um, it sounds like a rapper. But do you Mac remember? Uh, do you remember Kenyon Martin? Kenyon Martin. Yes. He's a vicious yeah, dunker. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. son was in it. Okay. Well, I'm just saying Kenyon Martin, again, ancient civilization, isn't that far? Kamar, Gary oh. Payton's son also plays. Uh, there's a bunch of... Oh, there's there, there a bunch a, of kids, but just a huge dunker is like, wow, we've come around. It's like Ty Domi's son plays. Max in, Domi, uh, yeah, uh-huh. plays for Chicago. It, it, it ages you somehow. Listen, I remember being a kid. I remember being a kid and you'd see head coaches. And to you, like, you're like, he's a head coach. And then you find, you see clips of them playing and you're like, wait a minute. This guy fucking played. This fat old guy used to play. And it's the same thing. Like now, Steve Nash was a coach. Uh, Jason Kidd is a coach. I'm watching um, uh, the Challenge All-Stars right now. and That 100 people in... No, no, this is like the challenge. It's an MTV. They take all the people from all the shows and make them compete. It's been going on for years and like 30, 20 years. It's like road years. rules. And yeah, exactly. Anyways, world. but now in this current incarnation, incarnation, I was going to say incantation, but that's a spell. Um, you would play at Hogwarts every, like if you want a PS5. <laughs> everybody is like 40 plus because yeah. it's like 10 years, 20 years later for some of them. <laughs> And it's just hilarious. There's not a hot body in the house. It's just all people who look Pasta like Prime, me. you could say. It's funny you mention that, though, because Mary's watching one of those stupid uh, Netflix reality shows. And then this one they've brought, they've basically r- wrangled all their... It's ridiculous. Oh, it's so bad. It's I couldn't ridiculous. even watch it for a second. But, but you have to. Hold on, can I ask you guys a question? It's the no. dating one yeah, yeah, where yeah, they've yeah. wrangled all the Their professional... Dating Netflix shows, but they doesn't. Yeah, no, their their profession is like. Yeah. No, some people are from like the circle I or whatever. The, I act a fool on Anyways, a dating sorry, show. Sorry, Matt, go ahead. Well, first of all, I hate the chick from Ottawa, Queen Frankie. Yes, she's the, the wor- worst. She, she's from the she's from the Works Fortune Empire. Oh, her family owns the Works. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all coming together. Well, fuck her. My point though is her name is Queen Frankie. Her name is Francesca. She's got big fake tits, fake lips. She's she the works. You've heir. seen her. She's the sure. works. Yeah. Heir. Anyway, burgers. I I know Kamar's answer, but Simon, I'd like to ask you: Do you think any of these people, guy or girl, do you think any of them are actually hot? I think every once in a while you'll get like an actual hot person. What yeah. I would say is, I'd like to me to be on that show, not because I I've want always to said compete, that. But just, just bring- to see what an ordinary, dirty old man in the corner trying to run game would look like, and maybe. Same with the Olympics. Kamar, I've said forever. I agree. I've said in the Olympics, there should be what we call the control. Yes. Where they just show Joe Schmo jump in the pool. Everyone would actually do. And I agree. They should in all of these shows. It would make it that girl. It would make it 50 times better if they just got. Doesn't have to be 40. Especially if they pull the rug and and win the whole thing. But you you didn't watch the whole thing? No, 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 no. Because at one point, that chick. Queen Frankie. Uh. Hooks up with a guy. Oh, and, she's such a twat. And, and the guy is going to go with another girl. And she's like, don't you talk to her. We're together. 
And then like two episodes later, she dumps him and brings in a new guy for herself. And Dude, the guy's just tears. when that guy cried, I honestly like did watch. I can't. <laughs> It's tough watching a grown man cry. Seeing that dude like weep, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's After so just being tough." Yeah, by I was like, "That's slut. so like, tough." Oh but I also then was like, "This dude, you should know, man. I guess you're, you're on young. a fucking reality show where you're competing for love of but that's, some kind. That's, you're that, a moron. That, that's their life. Yeah, the fact that they came from another show. I mean, either casting is like some of these challenge people have been doing this cuts. for twenty years. It is literally their job. Well, that's Every what these season that's they what they do. Kids, they're professional freaks. I just want to know, like, one of those guys is retarded, right? What's wrong, Simon? I, I was just seeing if you have any paper towel or anything down here. Yeah, here, I'll get you some. One of those guys on the show. Yeah, there's one guy that's like he's retarded, right? I I, I don't know. I I'd have to do a mental analysis to. Well, no, I just looking at him. You. The one thing I did do this week, though, is I went down a rabbit hole of um, watching like synopsis of every season of uh, Tough, okay. the ultimate fighter. Yeah. So pretty much it'll go through like all the fights just briefly. Or 10 the, minutes or something. Or, sorry, Matt. Or okay. the uh, moments that mattered or whatever. Let and me bang. Just fucking hilarious. First of all. So many famous fighters came off of that show. You get to see like Whitaker and uh, whoever. Uh, so many so, famous so, fighters. No, no, no. But there, there really are. There are like a lot of guys Nate who have Diaz, come off that show. Roy Nelson. Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Uh, who's the blonde cheater guy there? Um, D- Dillashaw. Dillashaw came Ooh. from there. And same with... Um, Could not one say all of them? Did Forrest same Griffin with, what's come his from name? there? The, the tattooed oh, Forrest guy Griffin was the original Ultimate Fighter. So he's the original Ultimate Fighter, and now he's like a guy on the slap fighting that catches the guys as they get clapped. No, like I think he's, he's the judge. host of that new... Um... Anyways, just say he's a lifer. Anyways. It doesn't matter what he does. That oh, I also watched that slap fighting show. That thing is so funny, man. Come on, you're forgetting that that off of that one fight, Forrest Griffin became. Are we? It's not Forrest Griffin, is it? Yeah, Forrest Griffin. You got Forrest it. Griffin's Looks the guy like a monkey. monkey. Yeah, Forrest yeah, yeah, Griffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fought Bonner. Yeah, Bonner. Yeah, they both got contracts in that first year. That show was incredible. Like, well, that fight made the UFC, in my opinion, and that show. Well, of course, yeah. but I'm saying more over like. But do you? Yeah, think this- it brought it to like a normal audience. Do you think the slap fighting show is going to do the same thing? No, I think it'll be like a flash in the pan. Because the way the guys act like there's some technique and yeah, it's skill cra- it's and crazy. something to do. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's I mean, sad. there is some technique and some skill, but like it's slapping at the end of the day. Kamar, you have no idea, dude. And ten, like that's what the UFC was to a lot of people when well, it started. Well, that's why I asked. You never, there, ten years from now, there could be a slap fight jujitsu. Where it's all just and you send your and, you send your kids yeah, to classes yeah. and get smacked out. I'm a black slap belt fighting, slapper. Listen, here's the problem with slap fighting. Okay, it fundamentally has some flaws in it that will catch up with it. Meaning, like, okay, so you get a penalty if you like club someone. Let's say clubbing being not like a clean slap. You hit them with like the yeah, you bridge could also of your knock hand. Them out and then what? Th- this is what I Very mean. Very technical. No, the point is like, you need two of those to get a penalty. That means you lose your next turn. But you could just fucking dummy the guy right away. <laughs> I guess you don't win. That's the thing. You you would uh, w- lose by. So you figured out the loophole. Just KO the guy with a punch first. Right hit, away. Take boom. the penalty and take then the just penalty move and on. Win the match, well, he can't you know? move on. Yeah. I'd say I hope it fails. 
You saw that one picture of that dude. I guess it was some European league or yeah, whatever. With the big face, yeah. With he won. Fucking, that was a winner. That was the face of the winner. If that's the, I mean, listen, that guy didn't win anything. No, well, that's what I'm saying. His face will never Even go back you win, you to normal. Fighting. You know when your mom used to tell you, like, don't do that because like your, your face will stick like that? That yeah. guy's face Look at will Joanna. forever oh. be. And you know what would be better? Joanna went back to mildly hot after like a day or two. Oh, after the contusion. Um, yeah, what would be I better guess. is bloody knuckles or like the slap game, like. I, you play with I, yeah, no, listen, fuck your hands I up. love your idea of the slap game. Come on. There's no head. Injuries. And then we'll just, we'll veer for knuckles off of that. I like it a lot. No, let's just make death row inmates fight to the death with like blood sport style, like glass on there. I love that. Cause the key to that game is if you, if you flinched before they swung, then they had a free go at you and yeah. then they just end you there. That wasn't blood sport. That was, um, Oh, it kick, wasn't blood sport. Kick it was fighter. kickboxer. Kickfighter. Kickboxer? I think it was kickboxer, yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't have been kickfighter. That sounds stupid. I mean, kickfighter was probably the original no, no. tie working <laughs> no, no. name. And it then they kick... were like, we have hold to change on, it to kickboxer. I have to see what it was called. In the meantime, Kamar, you want to go over the list so we can actually oh do my what God, we do here? Oh, uh, yeah. Another week, another Joe Rogan. 1940, we started off with the Twitter files release. This is what you really had to wait for. Instead of trying to sift through anything, is this discussion I felt. Matt Taibbi. Followed up by 1941, everyone's favorite drunk slut, Bridget Phetasy. Uh, followed by author, 1942, Mark Greary. And finishing off with one of the most interesting men in the world, 1943, Joel Turner. Kickboxer. Yeah. Yeah, that just wouldn't have made any sense. Founder no, I'm telling you, Kickfighter was the working <laughs> but original But I like Kickfighter. I think that's kind of cool. Um, I looked at your synopsis this week, as I always do. Okay. What was my synopsis? Fuck the Philadelphia Who's synopsis? Eagles? Oh, no. You know what? I changed my mind. Don't worry. Who are you Don't talking to then? I'm not talking to anybody. He's talking to me. No, I wasn't. I feel like he was talking to me, but looked at you. <laughs> I was talking to the audience, and I was looking at the Yeti, or the Bigfoot in the background. And you, was, you looked at the audience's synopsis? Yeah, that's correct, Kamar. I looked For at the, the record, too, I love Simon... Doesn't listen to the show. He just checks to see if it's gone up, reads the synopsis, oh, and then moves the fuck on. a post that would be underneath the... Um... <clears throat> the synopsis of the episode. I'm supposed to write a blurb. It's the worst part of my week. I sit there after all the editing, and I'm just blank, and I hate it, and I don't want to do it. That's Chad. Fuck Chad. Okay. I don't want his liberal fucking cuck views. There's ways around it. There's ways around it. How, what do you guys rate the week? Oh, I hate it this week. I don't know. I'll give it a two. A strong word. I'll give it a two, I guess. Ooh, Simon, what do you think this one, week was? One point five. I get of a two, but it had it had potential. Did it? Oh. oh yeah. So I was right. You said there was gonna be a bunch of UFO talk this week. I got all excited. Well, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. It it ended up being one of the worst weeks of all time. So, yes, we are living in my simulation, Matt. That totally totally checks out. That actually checks out. You tried to fucking lambaste me, but it ended up being true. Simon, I assumed that with like six different UFOs being shot down this week, that Joe might have, maybe. You would have thought. You would have thunk it. But no. No. Why Why bring on somebody who knows something about something when you can bring on Bridget Phetasy? Because she knows everything about everything. It's true. I think that's her biggest fault. Anyways, sorry. Sorry. So I was right. 
it was a synopsis and it was directed at Matt. And there we go. But you, but you, yes, but you skirted that at first. You were like, no, I was looking at the Yeti talking to the audience. Cause I thought I fucked up for a second, mm-hmm. but now I realize I didn't. And I will claim responsibility for a well thought out portion of the broadcast. Excellent. All right. Well, who are we starting with here? Probably should discuss that first. Probably should have. Um, I think you have to split up Phetasy and Tahibi because that's the only, right? And then you sure, attach sure. one of the other Nudniks to each one of them. So I'll do Bridget, the bow hunter, then we'll do sure, uh, sure, the author, sure, and then sure, finish with Tahibi. Sure, sure, sure. That's how the sausage is made, guys. Uh, who was uh, the author? I don't even remember. Remember he wrote the, uh, he Mark wrote Greeny. the, oh, the yeah, Gray yeah, Man yeah. books. Yeah. CR 1 through 6. 1941, Bridget Phetasy. She has turned it all around. She's now come back as a mother. Okay, rate it, boys. I feel like she's going to be one of those, um, one of those moms that was like a raging fucking slut growing up, but then is like ruthless to her daughter when her daughter grows up. Double standard. Yeah. The one thing she started talking about the beginning, which I I see with people, and it's is the sleep deprivation that you have a child. Cause is the thing that once it kicks in, there's no like, actually, I don't want a kid. I need to get sleep. You're stuck for whatever a year. And when you're young, when you're 20 between 20 and 30, no problem. You know what I mean? You've had plenty of long nights like that. You were built for that to be able to take care of that baby because you don't need as much, uh, like recharge as you would have when you hit 40 or close to it, man, like all bets are off. That's why it's so hard to have kids when you're old. You Not only that kid is selfish and taking it away from you or resenting it or whatever. are dead, but because it's just like, you know, if you don't get five hours sleep, you're totally useless. And it's a responsibility. You just cannot shirk. You make a good point though. I never thought of it. Like in my twenties, if I hadn't been an, a raging asshole, um, yeah, I would have been built for raising a kid. As far as like my, I could have, I could stay up for like three days straight. You yeah. can't call in sick to and being And you were a night owl. Like you were yeah. actually, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, That's your wife would have really liked you. That's why I said, other than being a raging asshole who knew nothing about the world mm-hmm. and couldn't raise a kid, I would have been primed yes. for just yeah. sitting there and being. Well, m- th- that's the point is it's not you. It's that humans are built to be their best parents between a certain age. What one would call the pride. Internally and externally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she said she did not renew her license. It might have been her account or her fault that got into just a tax discussion about uh, LA. And she said they tried to have a tax that was what you would have spent if you were still here. That's the most obscene thing I've ever heard. It's the most obscene crybaby. I don't even get that. What do you mean? What you would have spent? So, so people that left, state. people that left the state of California. So you leave the state of California. You because you don't want to pay the tax in anymore. Austin. Yeah. They call you up and say, you would have spent this much. We would have taxed you this much, so pay up. And you say, fuck you. I live in Austin now. What do you mean? The law law did not get passed, but it was tabled. That's just the insanity of it all. I want to give Joe credit because he does such a fucking stunning job of making it seem like being exceedingly rich just stinks in every way, shape, or form. (laughs) Like, he really, like, good on him. Like, a boat? Oh, who wants a boat? You got to take care of it. You got to have someone to drive. You, you, Joe, you want a boat. You have all the money, all the time, you. But he acts like, it's just so weird. I wrote down here that Joe is poor wealthy. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just getting by super rich. You know what it seems like to me? It seems like he went to a billionaire party 
and had like a bad interaction. And because he's so overly fucking driven, he was like, I now have to reach this level to tell this guy to fuck off. And until I'm a billionaire. Hmm. And luckily he was older when he came into big money. He also needs to be able to relate with like comedians that don't make that much money. So I think if he started being like that, people would just, you know. Yeah, you're probably right. Come on, but what's big money? Distance themselves. When you were 20. Fear factor. Before Fear Factor, he was just getting by. Like, I mean, he made the money from the sitcom, but it could have gone away and he could end up having to get a real job. I mean, he did six years of news radio. I'm surprised that wasn't pretty good money. Uh, No, I I think he was. I think that was really. I think he was pretty comfortable fairly young. I don't mean. When I say comfortable, I don't mean like he could retire. Late 20s. He can't. Joe literally went from like delivering newspapers to To being on television, to being on MTV. Yeah. I know there was a little bit in between there, but like. <coughs> we also forget that Joe, Joe kind of started comedy in like a, a golden era. Right? Like when he started comedy in the 80s, it was like there was comedy clubs fucking everywhere. Night at the Improv was huge. Like all this. It was a really good time. Like the. All the late shows were massive. It's interesting because it's sort of this is a golden age, right? There's more shows going on. Here. Yeah, I mean now is here like in Ottawa. Twice the age that that was. You're missing sure. my point though is like there's when you hit the first golden age, there's very few people who are doing it. So if you can get into that group, even if you're not incredible, I'm not saying Joe's not incredible, but even if you're not incredible, as long as you put in the work and the time, you're like yeah. part of that group. I Whereas think he's now, really photogenic too. Yeah, yeah, he was a good looking out. dude. He worked out. I'm. I'm just saying now the market's very saturated. Like, even if you're an incredible comedian, it's not easy to make it to the top. Speaking of, uh, they talked about Leo and his young dating. We all, none of us see any problem with that, obviously. Unless he was your daughter. No, I do see a problem with it. I think that, first of all, first of all, just from an optics point of view, Mm -hmm. you got to wait until she's 20. If there's an Ian attached to that girl, like, that should be off limits for you. Just figure it out, man. You know what I mean? It's one year. I'm not, I'm not it's still gross. There's but at a, least then there's gotta be you're not NT. dating a teenager. There's gotta be an NT in the age. I think you're doing you're you're I think you're forgetting that That's he all ha- he, he has to hang out with a nineteen year old. Yeah. It's not all f- like that's a nightmare. In uh, there, there's no world Rainbows where that's not a nightmare. Yeah. Even for the best pussy in the world. Like if you presented me with the world's best pussy. It was labeled that. It was it was uh PSA certified 10. I don't know that hanging out with a 19-year-old day in and day out is worth it. So you're like, listen, you know, 6-year-old girls are fucking annoying. So let this no, pedophile no, 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 just no, no, bang no, no. that girl Hold, because Why did you bring it down to 6? 19 is a legal Age of I'm, consent. I'm you just... can buy a gun. You can smoke. You can vote. She's older than a teenager, isn't she? No, nineteen. nineteen. It ends oh, in oh, teen. You understand she, how she, teens <laughs> work? So okay, what I was saying is still all a nineteen-year-old girl wants. <laughs> they is a end rock at, star They start at twelve star. and end at uh, what? They want a rock star or movie star. Like you're denying them, and the double standard. Yeah, I'm denying them. That's what I'm doing. You wouldn't yes. care if a six-year-old woman... No, I absolutely would. Both. It's still fucking gross. It's a teenager. You're just a hater. You're just a Kay. hater. Yes, I'm just So a if hater. Shep came home with the woman from White Lotus, not any of the hot ones. This year. 
No, she's in both seasons. No, I'm saying Shep this year. Yeah. Italian prostitute? Yeah. How old is Shep? 19? And she was a prostitute? He will be 19. He will be yes. 19. Okay, yeah. so Shep comes home. No, not yeah. the Italian prostitute. Yeah. Shep she, comes home with she's an old too lady. Hot. I, very I'm, rich. I'm very luck. rich. Sorry, buddy. I got to step in here and block your cock. I'm not going to stop him from doing okay, it, but I don't actually, think it's a good idea. That was unfair to me because Leo's really hot. So, like, let's say Emily Ratajkowski is, like, 55. Mm-hmm. And Shep brings her and her weird belly button. Yeah, home. I was gonna say fucked up belly button. <laughs> you know who she's dating right now? Yes, unbelievable. Andre. Yeah, well done, but well, well, well done, Eric. No, no, the world just whatever. <clears throat> Nothing makes sense anymore. Anyways, point is, listen, say what you want. Yeah, fine, it's fine to date teenagers. That's weird. It's weird. You're old, and they're teenagers. Period. I, I want to agree with you, but you just sound so jaded about the fact that you don't have money and 19-year-old pussy that it's tough to, like, I don't know. What do you think? I don't, though. I'm saying, like, I'm I'm saying, fine, if this fucking motherfucker on, wants to date a 20-year-old, go for it. You're missing my point, Simon, okay? Yeah. If you were filthy rich right now, yeah. you, Simon Aniston, yes. okay, you have... You have a full head of luscious hair. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's going your way. You're rich as shit. Yeah. Halima's never, you've never met her. She's yep. not in the scene. You have no kids. Yep. You're draped in pussy from ages 19 to 23. No, sorry. From ages 18 to no. 23. No, no, hear me out. Okay. The 18 year old's really hot, but you're like, I can't do that. The 23 year old is hot too. But I, you're like, I can't, I can only have her point, for one year. If I'm Leo, if I'm everything you just described, yeah. I can just make sure I get only 23-year-olds and up or 22-year-olds and up. Like, you're, you're making it seem like he only has this limited pool of people to pull from. I think he's figured out much like the Egyptians or whoever the fuck before that maybe that's where the fountain of youth is. It's in that little four-year gap. Listen, fine. You want to make jokes about it? That's cool. It's fine. I don't care. There's no jokes to be made. Listen, they're consenting adults. Yeah, totally. And I'm just saying the optics of it are are fucking gross. Do you still watch Leo movies? Yes. If he came here and said to you, hello, Simon, I'm aware of your work. I still watch Mel Gibson movies. That's a bad, I'm a bad barometer for. It's because you have a daughter. That's what I think it is. Okay. You just have that extra. I'd be so bummed if that was in, which leads me to. No, I just think. That's a great question. Okay. So let's say Aoife brings home Leo. Well, Aoife's 25, 26, so she can do whatever the You'll always she be da- a dad. Though. She could bring home Leo. When she was 19, Fine. if she had brought home Leo. I wouldn't have liked it. And it would end there. I you would have liked it. I would have fought Leo. <laughs> you would have taken his past to cause or whatever. <laughs> no, I absolutely would have. Okay, this is getting too personal. Moving on to the next one. Um, is, are you able to say to your daughter, you know, <laughs> you don't have to work at Tim Hortons or Arby's or McDonald's. Because there's just no dignity in uh, having an OnlyFans. Or, or a myriad of shit jobs that, say, a young woman would have to do. And can you say with a straight face, you've just got to do this? Or is it like, maybe that is the better way for you to uh, make money and achieve your goals? I disagree. If you're young, you should work many shit jobs. I shit think that jobs. is the cornerstone of understanding life, is working many, many shit jobs and going, oh, if you don't want to do this, you got to work hard. And because, like, listen, and figure out what the best job to do for the rest of your life is. And most jobs are not that great. 
Come on, think, of, right? think about NBA or NFL players. Maybe NBA less. Like think of NFL players. Like those guys think that football is going to be their life, and then four years later, they're like, "Oh, I didn't even go to university. Like, what do I do now?" Then they OnlyFans could be the same thing. Like if you're like a foot person on OnlyFans, oh, you might you might get away with that for like twenty years, thirty years. Yeah, like th- that would be incredible, right? You're not having to like do anything that like jeopardizes your like self worth or anything like that. And some weird dude is paying you all sorts of money to look at pictures of your feet. Not too British. British. Think that's or is it just like a gateway thing where the second you show your feet, you know that a year from then you're going to be showing your asshole. Well, I would think about it like this. If someone's paying you like 20, 25 bucks for foot photos and you're making like a grand a month. And then one of those guys is like, hey, if you send me a photo of your butthole, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Oh, that's how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. You've made that play before. It's <laughs> like, yes, that's exactly how it happens. You want to see my I, text chain? Yeah. I've offered for the butthole and been denied. Yes. Um, no, I, it's just an interesting thing. I don't have kids, so it's not something I sort of have to tackle. But I'd be hard if someone could make $30,000 a month on OnlyFans. And I'm saying, no, you got to work that Tim Hortons shift because you need to develop a work ethic. I'd be sort of questioning my own decision. Um, he talked about how European television is a little more liberal. And I think we always take for granted that we had softcore porn. Did you ever see the yeah, softcore porn? Nuit, on Blue Nuit? She talked about that? Well, no, Joe talked. Oh, they just Joe. talked about attitudes in Europe being a little more liberal because they have tits on TV. And the, no one talks about it, but we had total softcore porn every Saturday night. And what was it, one to two? Midnight you were so to one? much better off if you had a remote that could switch back. From channel the la- he, no, the best is the last button. Yeah, well, so you could go from six to thirty. And that button was a breakthrough technology for me because I didn't. I had a dial, so I had to lie on the floor with my toes on the TV to switch from. Dick, it, dick in my hand. SNL was, on, the- SNL was on channel three, and the uh, softcore porn was on channel five. But everyone imagine was- being Kamar's mom and catching him <laughs> masturbating and like coming down the stairs and he's just got his foot, <laughs> his foot on the fucking yeah. television dial and his dick in his hand just going, don't come down. As far as I know, it never happened. But, but that's just it's part of our Canadian heritage. Oh, that's a great part of our heritage. <laughs> Isn't it? Some kid getting a bunch of like lotion. <laughs> gets the Kleenex. Saturday, Saturday night. <laughs> It was Friday night, wasn't it? I don't remember. I re- maybe it was Friday. I remember it was, it was either Saturday Friday or Saturday. Night Live was sort of like the cover. Oh, it was Saturday Night Live. You're you right. Watch yeah. Saturday Night Live. This switch you had, over. You had to decide. Like I'm gonna, fu- I'm gonna watch Saturday Night Live or, or the I'm musical guest switch over. You to had to decide. It was amazing. Well, it was never much of a decision. What about scrambled porn? Obviously, you jerked off to that once or twice. That that was that was sort of taboo, risque, but. The beautiful thing about the Blue scrambled the porn best. was he at least got audio. Yeah. So even if you wanted to just dep- like. It's cl- depraved. It's more depraved than just Well, that's what we grew up with. <laughs> Squinting. Just Dude, imagine it. explaining to a kid that you had to jerk off to like a porn magazine. Forget, or just to a magazine, like a Vogue. Yeah. But, and the same magazine. Oh, without nudity. Just, just. Well, that's, a, what, that's whatever also depraved. National that's what Geographic. I'm saying. You had to jerk off to like Chatelaine. <laughs> I think I think I think I was mostly imagination. When they ever use magazines like the way that say porn became so easy with the phone, that really was a game changer. Um, enough of that. 
uh, they're talking about sex work and all the people that defend sex work and stuff are are people like what you think Bridget might grow up to be like sex works is just work people do you'll never do sex work they, they say one one side of their mouth they say one thing one side the other I guess though but uh, you could look at it like if your daughter did do sex work would you want her protected by laws and statutes or would you rather her with a pimp on the street yeah you know? i think at the end of the day it's always better to, to have make it safe as possible exactly is. but they bridget was commenting on the hypocrisy of all these people support it are like yeah but you'd never do that so they're they're sort of i guess it, listen like she's said, being a fucking idiot here if we legalize prostitution uh at least in north america i would assume that a lot of the fucking moving people through goddamn shipping containers would probably end yeah oh, because it would be a oh, regulated like market decriminalizing where, drugs as well yeah the same sort of vein i think it might save marriages who knows um the drag queen drag queen story hour is weird yep yeah right yeah, right. You just want to teach children a story. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, here's, here's With the your cock between your balls. Here's the really weird thing is like, I can kind of understand the, the person who started it was like, I went to this thing and it seemed very heteronormative. So I wanted to have like a more, but then you go right to drag queen. Yeah. it, it and it, Like, does every gay household have a drag queen just walking around? In bigger cities, probably. But it's just like saying you, they should have stripper story hour, too, because strippers are people, too, and we want our kids to be comfortable with everyone. I mean, that's sort of the... That's the heteronormative version. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. We should start that. Um, she, I think... Because she, she w- was sort of like... Her problem is being not in one lane. Like in the same vein as Tim Poole or... Uh, Candace Owens, or she's doing the same thing, right? A commentary, but she's sort of she's not hardcore right wing, and she's not hardcore left. And I think the mediocrity of just being all rounder isn't serving her totally. And it feels like she cares less now that she has a child. Well, I think that she, <laughs> it's like all the things that she was like strongly believed in. Now that she's kind of more in reality, she has to abandon some of those because it doesn't make sense to real life anymore. Well, especially because she has a baby. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Dude, so her- I th- all that stuff is like harder to generate whatever. Half of her fights are bullshit. Where she was like the gay guys with the surrogate. And there's not one woman in the photo. And I just wanted to scream out, women. Shut the That was the dumbest up. thing I've ever heard. I was Ser- seriously. Maybe there are 50 other photos with women in it that they didn't post. Like. You're judging people off a Facebook photo. I like that Joe said to her, like, so the gay couple that are happy that they just had a child, they can't have a photo with the two of them and the child. That's what your argument is, British? I was watching with the woman and she British? You called her British? Yeah, British fantasy. Remember? That's (laughs) what we've been calling her. I was watching part of it with a woman and she found her annoying. I don't get the argument behind the surrogacy thing, though. Like Surrogates are weird. Some places you're not allowed to do it. No, I don't understand why it's weird, though. Like, you want children in the world this is just another way that people can go about who can't have kids i don't know i mean it's not easy for someone to have a baby and give it up it's just it's sort of unnatural i think that's the problem and if there were regulations (laughs) they they could never make someone give up that baby if they wanted to keep well i think you can if it's not their eggs simon i think a lot of places have sorry i think a lot of places have a huge list of kids that need to be adopted and I think the the argument is like, 
we have 100,000 kids that have no parents. And we get that you want to have your own kid, but... Well, yeah, I, I just... Look, you're... I, you're... <laughs> like, two gay guys, for example, like, you know, the whole, like, we're just going to mix the sperm up so we'll never really know. Like, okay, well, one of you had a kid. The other one didn't. Like, you're going to raise a kid, so it's your kid. I'm not sitting here, but it's a semantic debate at that point. But it's like, going to have some of the genetics of one of the parents. Yeah, but the other one, it's going to be, it's just like raising a kid you adopted. In the sense that you're still going to treat it like a kid, you're going to love it like a kid, but it has, not, it has none of you in it. Because, again, only one of the sperm can get through. So one of you... My- yeah, okay, so that's in a gay thing. In a normal marriage, you could have... The egg donated and the sperm donated. Like it could be, they're literally just like a vessel. I'm just saying. And if that lady doesn't have a problem with it, of course I believe that. What do you mean? The the separate egg, the second sperm, and the person holding it has nothing to do with that baby. No, I'm saying if she wants to be like the vessel for these people and she's getting paid fairly and taken care of. And if she wants to change her mind. I don't think she can. If she has the sperm and the egg from someone else, if it's her egg then I think she has all the rights to keep that baby. No, I'm telling you. We're not going to do the research, but you could well, be right. Well, I'm it's crazy right. to think that there's probably been a court case. Of not, course. Not probably. Of course there's definitely there been a court case I know a sure. person who, like yeah, Joe Thomas, said, yeah. who was in that situation, and you just, like, there's nothing you do. They bite the bullet. And you bite the bullet and you try again. And these are people who usually want babies so badly. If they tried that, again. You would do that. You know what I mean? If they tried again, do they try to do something differently so they wouldn't be in that position? They didn't because I think if you don't Good have faith. an egg or you know what I mean, you have to, you that's can't just, just one of the, you can't go to the egg store run. either. No, you can't go to the egg store kind of unless you froze your eggs or something, you know? Uh, then they talked about the uh, railway, railway derailment in uh, Palestine, Ohio. You guys heard about this? Yes. And I was just, it's strange that it's a, um, environmental catastrophe, but for some reason it's not a big deal. Nobody's talking about it. You know, we On should be worried. On one side, people are not talking about it. The transportation minister, Pete Buttigieg, Pete, Mayor Pete, came out and said, a thousand of these happen a year. We can't yeah, keep like track of Pete. all of them. But this is like, this, this place could be fucked for 20 years or something with these chemicals. No, no, it's going to be. And the cloud is above us right now. And all that shit that's burning. I saw a satellite image. It's all headed. It just missed Toronto, but it's all headed north. It's it's above Kingston, Ottawa, and Montreal. And, really? and what's outstanding yeah. is the powers that be that normally would cry afoul of saving the environment are mum on this. And one of the ideas is that this place was Trump country through and through. Like in, in voting situation so it wasn't popular with constituents which would be so it's not worth reporting on that's one that's crazy that's one um conspiracy theory but like we'll talk about in taibi the media is more concerned about how the right wing is framing the um non-response from the government over the actual dead fish or the people with rashes or whatever which is just it's bizarre world again or all the dead chickens you see those videos and I can't remember. It's vinyl chloride. It just sounds so nasty. To The chemical that is used to make PVC. Do you think it's weird that it was Palestine? 
just goes to show once that word comes up, they're like, we're not sending any aid just in case, just in case. I don't want anything misconstrued here. I don't want anyone to think anything. Uh, uh, Netanyahu yeah. calls them. He's like, I heard you were sending aid to Palestine. He's like, no, 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 no. no. It's different Palestine, Palestine but we're Palest- not sending yeah. aid. Yeah, no, they're not getting anything, actually. That's uh, why That's no, why nobody's reporting on it. Like they... Because it's Trump country. Like no, because of the name. Keep in mind, they initiated the burn, or that's what they're saying, at least. Well, I'm not sure that's... I can't. But if they initiated that burn... What do you mean initiated the burn? Uh, so all that shit spilled out. Yeah. And they didn't want it to seep into the groundwater, I guess. So the best way like, to clean it so up. So the best way, we're just going to, we're going to light it on fire. And send it And there's going to the be a hundred foot plume of fucking flames. Interesting. And, and, just, just, and the coverage was until two weeks later. Yeah, it happened February enough, 3rd. Enough people were like, wise don't say anything. They're like, well, there was this thing. And the right wing media is trying to turn it into this one thing. It's actually funny you mentioned Avoiding it. the point of the story. The guy that did the movie game jingle, Tyler, um, he posted something on Instagram about it like a couple days after it happened. And I was like, what the hell is, what is this about? This train derailment. And I forgot to look it up because I was like, yeah, whatever. Probably, probably nothing. They do happen. And then, yeah, a week and a half later, I'm like, holy fuck, this thing's insane. Maybe it was a terrorist attack and they just don't want us to know that that's going on. Mm-hmm. No, there's video of That's one plausible. of the there's video of one of the trains like off the track as the whole train's moving. Well, you can see that, what does that mean? Well, it just didn't look like like a terrorist attack would imply there was some sort of explosion. Enough, just anything to derail the train. Enough sure. sides have covered that it it's an old old brake system and a faulty axle, and at the end of the day, they're blaming it on Trump because if he hadn't lifted a regulation, all these trains might have the bri- the brakes, but. This company was fighting against it. This one's Biden's fault. They're all at fault, obviously. No, Um, no, this one's Biden's. He cut... Remember, they had the rail dispute like a month ago. Do you remember where all the rail workers were going to go on fucking strike? I'm not actually saying whose fault it is. I'm just saying they are saying... Pete, the uh, Secretary of Transport, is saying this because of what Trump did. Mayor Pete. Actually, kind of. What eh? do you mean, actually, kind of? They are like one hundred mixed up used at to be for birth. Halloween. Uh, um, when is Nathan, Nathan Fielder last year? Yeah. So this year I'll go as Mayor Pete. They, Triplets. They talked about how Trump has really lost his luster. Which is sad. I mean, he's getting old. Has he lost his luster to you, Kamar? Because you're, to, to me, the barometer we'll of like see. The every We'll man. see when he runs and the debates and if he lights it up again. But he, he's just so petty. Like the, the the attacks at people and stuff. Like, I think four years out of power have just, like you said, made him like a petty, petty man. I mean, I'm sure he he's always, always this was, guy, but, but at one point he shone and was like, no, he didn't. No, well, to some of us, uh, Joe, no numbers. Joe, no numbers. <laughs> Never looks at the numbers. I just, can't, I just can't believe. Oh, that. Joe, no numbers. No, that was it. the most frustrating thing I think I've heard in years. When he's like, yeah, I mean. We're being banned too on uh, YouTube. Our numbers don't move at all. And then Jamie's like, yeah, actually, we got 200,000 new followers this week. And he's like, oh, yeah, you see, I don't look at the numbers. Talk if I was Bridget, like she's like dying for like 3,000 followers, you know, it multiple so streams of income. For it was definitely Charlie. tough hearing that because you're like, we would like I'd fucking suck dicks on OnlyFans for 200,000 new subscribers. Would you? 
Yeah, why not? Excellent. <laughs> You'll never guess what I Oh, my offer God. Wait Scott. until March Madness. Kamar. 2,000 dicks. Kamar. Said, right? 2,000 dicks. <laughs> yeah. Or 2,000 new subscribers. No, he said 2,000 dick. dicks. <laughs> At 300,000 listeners every episode, you're officially, none of us are working anymore. That's that. Yeah, but it's going to take you like a year to suck <laughs> all these dicks. Oh, well. The good news is I have you in there helping me, so we're good to go. Oh, that's true. I wouldn't let you do it alone. No, of course not. Um, Nord Stream Pipeline, that's right out of a spy book. Then they go down there, put the explosives, have it ready to go. During a military drill? Then where months later, there. blow it up. Well, we don't know what I, We think it might have been the Russians, which is just... What was this? Sorry, I missed all of this. Okay, so the, they believe now that the U.S. blew up the Nord Stream Pipeline, which would be an act of war. That was Russia's pipeline to Europe to supply so they natural be- gas. They believe that during some sort of military exercise where the whole world was there, the U.S. in front of everyone uh, with a scuba team went down, planted explosives on the pipeline to blow it up at a later date. Like during the war. Well, they knew the war was coming. That's what I'm saying. They blew yes. it up during the war. Yes. Interesting. And then all the news said Putin sabotaged his own pipeline. Right. Gotcha. And how do we know this? Because of the Twitter files? No. Oh. No, just reporting. Okay. I, I like everything eventually does come out, but it, it goes right down what Taibi would talked about. That's uh, what was on Hunter Biden's laptop. There was scuba footage of them placing the explosives. Nobody likes Joe Biden. Um... Dude, Joe Biden is officially... Joe Biden doesn't has, even like Joe Biden. Joe Biden. I, I Again, these guys through the cycle, and now I feel bad for them. No, but you got to feel bad. Listen, I saw a video of Joe Biden this week with his pants on backwards. Like, <laughs> like what are we fucking doing here? Like, he has a belt loop right at the front. Was he doing, like, a crisscross no, thing? Or no, no. And this is the thing. Is it's, like, it's like... How fucking crazy is it that he does? There's not even an advisor there that's like, can someone put Joe's pants on the right way? Like, this is fucking insane. And I get incensed, though, people who defend him, like <laughs> Kyle Kalinske's or whatever. Like, he's doing good stuff. Like, just admit he's a bumbling idiot and it's a machine that makes decisions. It's and true. I would, I would respect you way more if you said, listen, I. To get Trump out, I would have put in a bag of hockey pucks. Like, I don't care. That's what I said. He's not my guy. He's the the guy we needed to get rid of your shitty guy. But to put lipstick on a dead, rotting Alzheimer pig is just, it's cruel. Um, I mean, it really is. He's like, dude, listening to him talk now. What did he say the other day where he was like, there's a bunch of uh, 50, 50% of my cabinets, women, women are 50% of... There's women out there. and Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, I was like, holy fuck, this guy's lost it. Well, it's hilarious and sort of ruined for me was the, uh, she used the Leroy Jenkins reference. Yeah. She, she uses way too many references, but I guess Joe had never heard of it. But it's. I had never heard of it. You really? had never heard Leroy Jenkins? Or should I say, I mean, Leroy Jenkins. Sorry. Leroy I, Jenkins. I've heard Leroy <laughs> Jenkins before, and I swear to you, I always just assumed it was from um, like either Sanford and Sons or the Dynamite, you know? Yeah. Nope. Dynamite. Okay, uh, Ricky, you're going to come from the left to get that mana. Uh, Johnny, you're going to come in from the back with a cast a spell of it. Even if it is made up, it's, it's still If it's genius. made up, it's incredible because they're so extra nerdy. It's where he's like, if it just happened. He's like, are you crunching those numbers over there, Johnny? He's like, yeah, I think uh, we have about a 64% win rate normally. Leave! 
It really is the best. And I think could be the fundamental grounds for a, a movie or short or something. Like all those guys actually the day of get together for that moment. Um, TikTok, social media. It's just out of control. There's nothing. There's I love, nothing new to be said. I love the internet for that though, where like just single moments live forever. Like that black kid. Memes, memes. Yeah, memes, yeah. Can I well, pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? <laughs> can I, can stop I pet that dog? betraying me! <laughs> that kid is hilarious, and then that turned out to be fake. Everything good turns out to be fake. There's so much. Emotional damage, Uncle Roger. I love Uncle Roger. He's incredible. Yeah, he's so funny. But then the, uh, the added part is now AI. Like we were talking about, you could be on OnlyFans of something that doesn't exist. Say paying five dollars a month or whatever you did. Well, let me or ask you a question. Just using your likeness, like that's got to be stopped. <clears throat> well, that's a weird one. But the the OnlyFans thing I was thinking about, I was like, do you care? Well, it seems like the safest, harmless thing. There's no human trafficking. That's what I was, like if you're getting your rocks off and, and if, you believe it's real, if you're fo- and I was just thinking this, like if you're phoning like a not many people do this anymore, but like, oh, a, like phone, a 80s phone sex? chat line. Yeah. Do you really think that lady was sitting around naked flicking her twat? She was totally dressed, eating like a fucking cheeseburger. You, you thought the, she... the waitress at the strip club really was into you? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You, just, you live in that shallow how world. Dude, I knew so many guys that every time we left the strip club. I don't club, know, man. She's into me. I, yeah. I just. I was like, what are you, fucking stupid? No, they're actresses in some weird way. And yet every once in a while, somebody dates a stripper, you know what I mean? So it must but happen. Some people only get turned on if they feel like there's a gun just off camera pointing at the person, forcing them to do that. So, I mean, you want that realism sometimes. But using the likeness. Well, that's just, a, that's just again, it just shows you what kind of world we live in where there is no, like, clean business anymore. It'll have to happen to someone really big and have some sort of lawsuit that you just can't do this. Because it'd be people taking money from celebrity sponsors or whatever. Well, I mean, so Bruce Willis is like gone now. Yeah, um, it's and, like crazy dementia. Yeah, right? but he signed all of his away so that they could. Now, in his defense, if he was like, I'm going to sign all this away and I'm going to keep making money for my family in perpetuity, then all the power to him, right? Like if they, let's say they use Bruce Willis's voice in a video game that, that comes up and they pay his, his estate a million dollars or his family a million dollars, like good on him. Why not? That I'm fine with. But you're saying he sold it all up front to a company and now they make all the money. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you know this. Ronaldo sold his, Cristiano Ronaldo sold his likeness to a company for like $100 million. So they they own all the rights to Ronaldo for like five years. So anytime someone posts a photo of Ronaldo, he doesn't get the money. This other company gets it. But he gets a flat hundred. But they gave him a ton of cash up front. Yeah. I can't remember how much it was. I don't think it's I think it's more than a hundred million because it's Ronaldo, right? Like he probably probably clears that. And it's only for five years. I mean, I guess they figured his So they're like, hey Ronaldo, for five years, you can't take any pictures of yourself. Well, no, it's no no no. Like his Instagram is owned by them. All that that kind of offer. (laughs) So I want my likeness for maybe ten percent of that. Yeah. It's like, like you, Kamar. You would sell your soul if somebody asked you to for like $25. I think I've sold it three times, to be honest. I, think I might, and I might regret it. And like, I don't know if you guys saw this. The Toronto Police Department started a podcast, a nope. true crime podcast. Because of demand. And it cost them $400,000 to start it. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, and I said, I was like, oh my God, I could have started it for them for like $250. <laughs> $250. <laughs> well, no, no, but you know what I mean? Like, they, dude. 
How fucking insane. Like, that's taxpayers' money mm-hmm. to start a fucking podcast. At least it's just Toronto citizens' money. Uh, why? I don't... I, to talk about what's going on in the who city. Who the fuck knows, Simon? You know what? Actually, no. Sorry. How does a conservative government let that through? No, you know what I was... I was talking to my cousin about it because she lives in Toronto, and I think their goal, Simon, oddly enough, was to do old cold cases and so that they could, like, don't fuck with cats, kind of. Oh, yeah, I see. Get like, information out there and maybe get leads. Where yeah. the public might decide, oh, you know what? People I'm going to super sleuth case. this. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. $400,000. Oh, no, well, that's like, because they had, like, 16 different fucking... Uh, think tanks to come up with a name and it yeah. ended up being like the Toronto police podcast. <laughs> TPP. Uh, that was $2 million. Yeah. You that know took how, five focus groups. Two years. Joe Rogan always has um, Navy SEALs on or like so people see an action, but you rarely hear like a firefighter or a police officer. He's never had a firefighter an, a, on. A paramedic or something. Never or, had a paramedic A, a guy on. that flies dead bodies or almost dead bodies. A hearse from, um, driver. You know, just sort of interesting. Well, hearse driver. Somebody who have, almost flies dead bodies? What are you even talking about? Well, you know when the helicopter goes to the hospital, that's a person. Yes. Because organs come on a plane. Yeah. So I'm just saying that your job is to go to an accident scene, get a person who's right. almost dying. They're a paramedic, though. I just, they're, they're flying a helicopter. Just they'd have interesting I stories. I mean, the pilot is flying the helicopter. The, pilot, yeah. the people who are like carrying him and shit are just paramedics. Everyone involved that. It, okay, it's fine. I mean, semantics. That's it's all, all saying, It's all fine. I think he's had a firefighter on. Who? I don't remember the name, but I think someone who fought like a. I think it was like a, maybe a forest fire. That's fighter? what I'm saying. Okay. It was like a. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure there's been know. a fighter who let fought me, forest let me, fires. Let me see here. I could be wrong though. Yeah, that. But they're a fighter you and know a cop. He ha- he's had corrupt ex cops on, like Michael Dowd. You know, I I, I was saying he he may have, but I think that'd just be an interesting podcast on its own in support of the police. I don't think they're going to be telling stories about solving crimes or horrible scenes they came upon. It's going to be like this week we cleaned up crime in this area or whatever. But still. It was David Goggins. He fights the fires, remember? Okay, a lot of content. Yeah, I know. He's David not. Goggins. He's David Goggins. Yeah, I, I get it. You I'm can just... confirm that Jack Kerouac rode on the road on one piece of paper? I can confirm that. Well, you're the only one who knows it. You... I mean, I didn't know that per se when they were saying it, that he wrote it on one huge thing. I did know that after he was done writing, uh, Ginsburg and Burroughs took it from him and made it into a book. So I don't know how they got it before he... Imagine how frustrated... But he was like a real fucking... Um, For that time. Like, just a crazy man. For that you know time. I mean? Imagine you're the publisher, and it comes on one long reel. You're like... That's what I mean. It, it didn't, <laughs> yeah. right? Like it went to his two friends. Yeah, and then they, they transcribed it. Yeah, I'm just saying. Made it into. Yeah, because I bet the fucking publisher was of like, of course, oh, they wouldn't take self. it like that. Yeah. <clears throat> and Bridget's been to Egypt. <laughs> it's just so weird. Listen that to Joe. Like, yeah. Even the, little Bridget can go there. You can tell he's scared as anything. He's crazy. It doesn't even make any sense to me. Like uh, every day that goes by that he doesn't go there, it's less of whatever I I think as Well, maybe more you a, like I can in you, Turkey. I can give you a good example though. He he goes for like week-long hunts every year. You could take a private jet from Austin to Peru and then you could probably take a helicopter up to Machu Picchu spend two, three hours there, and then fly the helicopter back to the private jet, 
you might be able to be back in Austin within like <laughs> under 24 hours. We know, we know that Joe now has episodes recorded two weeks back sometimes. He could take weeks off a year and just go to all these places on his own jet, special tours. He's so rich. Like, this is but crazy. But I, I just think Egypt of all of them is just knock it off the list. And I'm just saying, though, Egypt, you have to fly over an ocean. I, I get it. You got to like it's you got to take a week. But like Machu Picchu is a good example of somewhere. I just used it because he could he could fly the Chichen Itza. Yeah, like the but Machu Picchu, that's uh, Peru, so yeah. that's still like. And Chichen Itza is Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, no, I think he. I think he's he has been, been to Mexico. Mexico. He's, he's been to Chichen Itza, but my point is like, Peru is like a fucking what six seven hour private flight, and then you take a helicopter up. It's, it's well, just Egypt. That that's what I mean. Like to get to uh, Amsterdam is seven hours, and yeah, then it's like a right. three yeah. hour flight to Egypt. It's like. Well, you'd it's probably fly to Paris and as opposed wherever. To Amsterdam, sure. Well, Amsterdam is a Steidlick or whatever that airport, Steifel, is a big hub. Yeah, but I'm sure Paris has a massive hub too. Anyways, whatever. point is, um, it's not far. He could do all of these things. The world is very small for Joe now. For us, schlubs going to the airport and waiting and for this Bridget and that Fettacy, and 15 different plane rides. For Joe, the world is small. Like, we're all flying around on hot air balloons while he's in a fucking tic-tac. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, listen, the world is his oyster. But again, Anyways. he treats it like it's terrible. He's just, it's tough to be Joe. Um, then she, they talked a little about uh, the earthquake in Turkey, which obviously is horrible. But have you seen all those buildings? It's like, so crazy. Why you need building codes and stuff? Yeah, we've discussed this many times, yeah. And also how easy it is for... Ancient civilizations to be to disappear on top of a rock into giant crevices in the earth. Like I mean, these buildings weren't as built as well as some of these walls you speak of and stuff. I wonder though, like there are little, literally parts some of, of the Turkey cr- that just have these giant cracks, like, fissure in cracks in them. If that happened at like Gobekli Tepe, maybe it like literally opens up the earth to. Well, I'm, or wherever, something more ancient or bigger or better, you know? Because it's not a place of big significance, although it is, but it isn't mainstream, I would love or assume they would have said Gobekli Tepe is still intact. Yeah. Not that now it's going to raise... Um, I mean, we haven't know, heard like, a lot of information about the Turkey. But I think he's at 45,000 dead now. Do you know how lucky we are? <clears throat> We're sitting on like one of the biggest fault lines in the world. Yeah, we've had a couple of earthquakes here. Yeah, nothing, but nothing that's nothing that's fucking split the no, earth no, in two. Totally. Like, I don't think we've had anything. Or turned the like canal into the Grand Canyon. That this is what I'm saying. Crazy. Like, dude, that could happen in Ottawa any day. <laughs> um, I don't want to get into the show really for plot spoilers or anything, but do you think they've depicted accurately? Last of Us is about what twenty five years after society ceased. What it, the, the trees growing in the buildings and stuff? You feel they really hit it on the head, or it'd be more or less for like trees to start growing on buildings and just buildings crumbling and the whole thing falling apart. I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on um, how much like fighting happened. I just think roads, especially, would be covered with long, long grasses. That's the one thing I think. Why do you think that? 20 years of just lawns growing unkept. 
But how do they grow on top of? Well, the, because well, the they, seeds land on the. No, no, they they, they the seeds land on top of the what? The, the grass concrete? could be twenty feet long, for all I know. I mean, what happens to the grass if it just? No, I agree. Like eventually, the the grass is going to come up, and the plants come up through the road, like. Yeah, it but just I think, finds a way. I get it, but cracks in the road. Like if we're not driving on the road because there's no humanity, then there's there's less the wear and wind tear on is the road. Blowing and but I'm even like Mar- the grass on the side of the highway is sort of cut back by cars constantly. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I think we as people don't realize how much goes into keeping a city looking like it's two years from being totally overgrown and yes. unkept, especially with leaves as well. I just think the roads are too open in their depiction what it would be like i think like the cement we use the everything it's all just porous and eventually it's not meant to stand like oh, hold on kamar hundreds you, of years you got to you assume a hundred million dollar hbo show they've done some due diligence and spoke to some experts who would be like in 25 years this would be the overgrowth most likely that or they just say that people won't know it's a road unless they see the road so we're going to keep it the road oh, i just, you just throw a few cars on there i the personally road. think maybe those cars would be covered in leaves after ye- 20 years i i just think it's it wouldn't be as pristine as they depict it that's just me but nothing is pristine you're forgetting too that in the show you're seeing like mushrooms so, growing on a lot of shit well, too. take take the episode with uh nick offerman like when they're fighting they're out they're out front fighting about painting the surrounding houses because the other dude wants to make it seem like there's still people living yeah so the- he's doing upkeep well, that's my point so is- in those the 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 fence limit yeah they're trying to make it seem like it's yeah i get it and the outside would be like a jungle or i think they do it for it's for scenes so you understand it was still a city it it gives you a reference point you know but i think you're right kamar i think all the roads eventually would be covered and shit um and she talked we talk about destroying the past we've talked about possibly the catholic church suppressing you know, what was before religion and a perfect example is she, I think she talked about the Taliban, these guys who go in and just blow up all these statues. Like it's, it's not far fetched. They just started now or it's common to not embrace, um, historical findings, but to destroy any memory of it. We should be cognizant of that. It's like I was watching uh, the mummy with, uh, Tom Cruise yeah, I know. That's what I said. I thought it was Brenda Fraser. The Mummy did, Tom, Tom Cruise did The Mummy. No, it was 2017. It was a, like a remake, you know. 90 million, 220 of the box office. Any, anyways, uh, there's a scene in it where he's like looking up on the mountain and there are these guys who pull up in a truck to like this ancient kind of, you know, thing and they're just shooting the statues in the face for fun, you know? It's like that's actually what's going on there. And how crazy is it? I don't know. Maybe they talked about it in this episode. Yeah, I think she did. In places like Egypt and Italy and, you know, some of the islands around Italy, these people are, like, digging in their backyard to plant a garden, and they come across, like, whatever, you know, ancient burial tombs and shit. Like, well, that's they be. really did just build cities on top of existing cities. And, they're, you know, it's like London. What, was, what were we just watching where they're, like... Oh, maybe it was in this mummy thing too. Not you, me, and whoever. The royal we. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, there's no reason why you couldn't find an arrowhead or something. This is obviously unseated Algonquin territory. Yeah. Who knows what's running? Or if here. I'm right, there might have been a squatch. 
ancient civilization a tech wall downtown ottawa starting Simon's <laughs> lights plunking dude wouldn't that be amazing simon's man? ottawa's randall carlson indiana jones the pen is blue <laughs> um and lastly she the said the pen is blue remember jim carrey he is is liar liar and he's trying to say the pen is and then at the end, he just has lost his mind, screaming, the pen is blue, the pen is blue. Uh, the li- Life is short, so make the best of it. Uh, Bridge Fetacy. I think she needs to pick a lane, because she sort of talked about how she's struggling. And Why like, is she know. on again I don't so know. soon? I don't know what you're talking about, because I'm just making money hand over fist here, Bridget. <laughs> hey. Keep at it. Keep putting episodes out. Work she out was just you. on like two months ago. Yeah, it seems. You know. Talk about having a kid and trying to get me some more subscribers, Joe, because it's uh, not easy out here for a pimp. But I like Bridget and stuff. I, be, I think the biggest thing they talked about was the, the railway for me, and uh, I give it a two. Do you like Bridget or end stuff? She's fading. Like the, her very first appearance to now, like. I like end stuff. 1.5. <laughs> I, ju- I, just, I just think she chose to have a child, and it's. Hurt her career, just like it does with anyone who, when you got to choose. Do you know what I mean? I agree with Simon. One point five. All right, let's you're not going to rate it. Stuff. He gave it a two. Did he? Yep. Someone was listening. Yeah, not me. This guy. Well, ho- hopefully she gets some subscribers. Hey, Matt, I got a joke for you. What does two thumbs and was listening to Kamar? 1943, Joel Turner, world's leader in target panic science. Did you guys see this guy? Yeah. He is not the look you're looking for. What the fuck? This couldn't have been more. This couldn't have been more inside baseball if you tried. Like at the very beginning, when, when he was like, if you don't hit that 10 ring and then you got the 12, if you don't hit that 12 right away, guess what, Joe? And you know what he did? He did the 60 twice. He's done the 60 twice, Joe, and Joe's Six, like, the 60s? 60. Wow. Six, oh, whatever, fuck. 60 bullseyes in a row. Yes, I understand. And they sound like it's so intense, and then Joe's like, people don't understand how intense it is. Like, no, 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 no. People don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like, Joe talks about bowling, and I'm like, listen, it's the same shit, Joe. Well, that's where I'll, I'll stop you there, because what his thing is neuro-linguistic programming. And I asked Chad to explain that to me like I was a six-year-old. And he said that neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP for short, is a way to understand how our minds and wor- words work together to affect how we think and feel. It's, it's like learning how to use words to help you feel better and be more successful in things you want to do, just like how you can use your words to ask for something you want. NLP teaches how to use your words to help you achieve your goals and feel good about yourself. So he's saying there's... And you see it when you see someone doing pole vault or even ski jumping. They're like, they say a little something to themselves before every attempt. And that clicks your brain because I understand saying shooting is the most, everything you do is the exact same. Every time you do it. There's no like. Hey, Kamar, could I stop you there? No one gives a fuck. He already said that. But it, I on. know I was... what he's getting at, though, is that you could apply it because when I brought up bowling, he lit up. That's why you could apply it to anything. I like, think you could... everything is the same. Anything that has a, a patterned ritual, yeah. like. But he's saying an actual audible command okay. is part of it. Fine. Yes. So every time you say 
Simon be the bull. Yep. I'm going to start two, using three. an audible, audible command. Yeah. And so no. where Big this fell Dick off Simon. is they, they just got so stuck on target shooting that they weren't, he wasn't trying to fan it out into other applications because it's uh, all they talked about was target shooting for two hours. Well, pretty much. They yeah. never talked about anything well, else. No, no. So the guy killed the guy who uh, had his daughter hostage. Yeah, the method. Yeah. So that's what it, sh- it should start out with that story instead of because this guy looked like Chet from uh, Weird Science. Like he had the worst haircut with the biggest handlebar mustache, and he did not do himself a service laughing his way through how crazy it is to, you don't want to hammer that trigger like a, you, you'd be shaking like a dog shitting uh, tax. Oh my God, he said that three times. too many times. Yeah. <laughs> so there's open loop, there's open loop system and closed loop system. Open loop is just the natural flow. You know, the, the guy in the basketball game just reacts. He's not thinking every single thing he does for a jump shot. And closed loop is everything you do at any point you can stop. That's what he said. Yeah. Fuck. It didn't make sense when he said it, and it didn't make sense when you but said it. But he was it. saying shooting is hampered by it, like you knowing that the thing is going to go like that sort of distracts you. So you have to go through this, uh, your three steps. Um, what was I thinking? What was I saying? Could I have stopped it? That's how you know you're in a closed loop system. You're I feel, at an ar- I feel you're at an like archery, I'm in a closed You're at an archery system. competition. You're like, what the fuck was I thinking entering this? <laughs> <laughs> Big money, he says. That's open loop. <laughs> <laughs> but you're actively making a decision to be present to execute the task. So that, for sure, I think that could anything where you, like, a, I was even thinking for skateboarding. So is that like when I don't send my, like, astral projection to do things for me? No, I'm thinking... Like golf, the golf swing is definitely something that is, it's open loop. But if you break it down, like, do, 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 do. That's closed loop? Closed loop is, you can't do a lot of stuff because you, you at any point you can stop. When you're doing a real golf swing, you should be able to stop. Right, it. I see what you're saying. I, I One understand. fluid motion. That That's a better analogy. I like that. Um, Let's <laughs> never talk about it again. And then they, they were like adamant that, you know, Archie doesn't give a fuck about you. It doesn't. And I was like, no one gives a fuck about archery because yeah. I stopped the video to go watch what this guy was talking about. And it's the saddest. It's like watching Cornhole, Professor Cornhole. There's just a bunch of archers in a gym and no fans. I would love to watch Cornhole. That's way more uh, interesting than, than archery. archery. Probably, yeah. Especially if you're just watching a guy. Like, I got to be honest. Once the guy hits the 30th bullseye in a row, like as a viewer, I'm like, I don't even know if I'm impressed anymore. Well, no, like, I, okay, like, I obviously get it. this is easy. For well, you. that's what I'm. Yes, thank you. Like, I'm like, okay, this guy's just fucking. It's like when you watch Steph Curry just nail uh, jump shots from half court, and you're like, no, well, from full court, you mean, or whatever, was, yeah. whatever, and you're just like, well, I mean, anybody else does that, and it's incredible, and when he does it, it's just like, yeah, you do. That's Tuesday. It's so funny you say that because it's it's. You see those videos, you're like, I just watched Steph drain seven straight full court shots. And then you look at your ticket from the night before and you're like, this motherfucker couldn't hit four yeah. three pointers yeah. in game it's for crazy. me. Like he could, Matt. Yeah, that's what he, I'm saying. Every night before uh, Steph Curry goes on, he's like, What are Matt's bets yeah. tonight? <laughs> he needs six assists. I'm just gonna zit this one out, fellas. Dude, it's like I used to say when I bought stocks, they made a call. They were like, He bought it. Yeah. Shut it all yeah, down, people. It. Yeah, that's it. You yeah. fooled Nat. 
Um, I wonder if Steph says a little something to himself every time his feet just leave. The oh feet. my god! I no, can't. because I can't. I can't. Hold on, because when you were talking about skateboarding, like you know, maybe maybe if you're doing like one big trick. Maybe you have like a ritual. Like I know Andrew Reynolds used to have like a, a little ritual because he had like OCD. But skateboarding usually, like if you're doing a line, those guys are just dialed in. They've done the tricks ten thousand times, That's and it's more loop. muscle memory. Like right, I know, but I, I no, it's open. Skateboard is definitely open loop. Yeah, you, can't open loop. you can't stop. You can't stop once a ollie, right, mid, yeah. mid ollie. But I, I think there's something to getting your technique, getting your technique down. And saying a little mantra to it, just it, it resets your brain to go. Oh, we're doing that important thing right now, and I, and I think that got lost in this boring, 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 boring podcast. Why? That's so boring too. Anyways, <laughs> what else do you got? Is there anything interesting in this fucking episode at all? We that just, has, we that just doesn't went over have it. All to they do talked with closed and open loop. Well, just embrace you. You can embrace the high pressure situation because you've done this prep. Simon, listen, I was thinking about bowling the whole time because I was I was thinking about like if you were on a perfect game, which was always our quest, it would never got close. For sure. But this is this is where this guy's whole thing would come in is like those last frames where you need three straight strikes or, you know, you, you need, just need you to need, keep throwing the same shot. Regardless. That's what I'm saying. Yep. You got to get up there. You got to have your little fucking thing, your ritual. You got to say it. And then you got to just do what you've been doing the whole time. Right. And that's the issue is that someone like you or I. We would definitely get up there if we've hit t- 10 in a row and need that 11th. You know what I mean? Like, we definitely... There's literally something to a verbal cue. Like, it, seem, it seems too... You can't tell your mind well, it's to the get second, ready to do the thing. It's the second you start thinking. You can't think. That's true, too. That's just it. You can't say, oh, why am I throwing so well? Or what am I doing right that I can emulate next time? You just got to do. And that's when you say, Simon, you're the best bowler in the world. Yeah, closed loop. Let's do this. Um, no, there was nothing interesting about it, ex- except for um, the mongrels had shooting technology. They had the thing to, like, I don't know if you watch any of these videos. The but they have, thing. They have these triggers the now. It's not even like, because you imagine you're you're using your index finger. You let go like that. They, they have move. a thing that holds pull it back. that has a trigger or it's it's pretty wild. What their bows are doing now? Not this guy. This guy uses a long bow. Well, because he's a loser. <laughs> I watched some video of like uh, cowboy competitions where they're shooting targets off their horses. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Well, this was the other thing. The mongrels had figured out that there's Mongols? a second mongrels, mongrels, mongrels. mongrels. Sorry. <laughs> there's a split second when no heels are on the ground. That's when you riding the horse, and that's when you shoot. Oh, that's amazing! It is amazing. Yeah, that's right. Where it's all just like in the air. Oh, that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, that's so cool, man. That was actually the coolest thing he said, and um, that is very cool. But to think about like, but you also think about it in like, like if we were learning it, anything that you learn from a kid is so much easier. Mm -hmm. Right, like if you start when if you start when you're six, or like like this guy's son, he was like, I had a bow in his. He was Crib. 10 months old. Yeah. Like, okay, weird, but fine. I get, you have to be an archery. It doesn't look exciting at all. It's wild, though, that some of the longest shots are going like this. Like, there's yeah, an arc, arc to them. They're, they're yeah. not like on a clothesline or something. Yeah, that's weird so to think, think about. And, and 
the aim works, whatever you can get into it. I was just watching something the other day. Cause I was watching these. He thinks he's come with a billion dollar system shot. IQ. His videos have like 3000 views. I'd be interested to revisit it tomorrow or whatever, but um, well, it's interesting to even think about like a long range sniper, like with a gun. Yeah. And they have to take account wind and stuff. And that's something that's traveling. Simon, you know? they have to take account of the curvature of the earth. I mean, you embarrass yourself. Allegedly, Mac. <laughs> allegedly. But uh, according to this uh, embarrassing pod- podcast <laughs> I saw yesterday, the longest shot is a Canadian guy. Yeah. From uh, JF, JF, our special forces are called like JFL2. <laughs> Yeah. Just for laughs too. He has like a amazing. Like, amazing. It's like a one point two kilometer shot or something. something like one point two kilometers. It's kill something shot. insane. Yeah, longest, a kill shot yeah. from one point two kilometers. Yes. And he looks like Tommy Lee. Dude, imagine that poor fucking moose. Like no. it's one thing to have somebody Simon, sneak up was, on you. I mean, this was a human being. It was in the, this is in the military. Oh, okay. But imagine you're imagine a imagine moose. you're a moose. Like it's one thing to have like somebody sneak up on you and you have like a chance. This guy's just shooting an arrow from a mile and no, a no, half no, away no, 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 and no. fucking this picking was, you this off. This was a rifle, a high powered rifle. Oh. I don't think you could shoot the, like those axis deer. I don't know that you could shoot them from. No, because they've already gone to the pool by the time the arrow gets to them. No, not an arrow. I'm talking about like even with a, with a well, maybe a high-powered rifle. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, high-powered rifle, yeah. With a suppressor on it, especially. Well, what does a suppressor do other than it's it just takes sound. the sound away. But oh, you're saying because the deer wouldn't. I think you're thinking of suppressors in the movie sense. I don't think they suppress as much as you think. But, I mean, but if, you know what? if you're 200 oh, meters away or whatever. They a lot. <clears throat> Yeah, if you're two, well, yeah, if you're a kilometer and a half away. But you, a lot of these, right. a lot of these rifles, the bullet goes whatever fifteen hundred feet per before second. before the bang, before you hear the bang. So I mean, it depends how close you are to the target. Right, that animal's already dropped before you even hear the bang. But I, I should have written it down. Joe was talking about this type of animal he killed. The no, oh, uh, not, not a mob. It was like the narwhal. Or, it, yeah. just, it was so weird. I kept saying the name, saying, and these animals don't bleed. And It's the um, the African antelope yeah. there. Analogous. No. It's a not analogous. <laughs> he, was hunting in, he was hunting in Africa? No. Oh, it was just, it's. Yeah, they're in Texas. Every, because cause yeah. everything's in Texas. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're into target shooting and stuff, there could be something interesting. And just again, no. If you're into anything that involves like high concentration, you might want to check out this guy's program. I'll say that, but you d- you do not need to listen to this episode. Neuro linguistic programming. Oh, and the breath, because he he talked about Huberman. Have you did you try that? Like breathe in with your nose as as hard as you can, and then breathe in a little bit more. Well, Huberman says if you're having panic attacks to or anxiety issues, three breaths in through the nose, quick. Hold it and then out through the mouth. But the the second breath is weird because that will go somewhere else and just sort of um, it's almost like a smelling salt. Where does it go? Well, he used your dog as an example. He was like, "You've seen your dog do it a lot, or your dog will like double breathe in." Yeah. Like, could you breathe and not fill in all your lungs? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you shallow breathing. Of course, you can. And well, your lungs you are know, half full right you now. You know the difference between like a big breath and a little breath, yeah. right? 
Uh, no, I think your I, you think I, I, your lungs are not like um, they're not inflating and deflating. They're not like the volcano bank. Yes, gotcha. right. They're they're these fatty things, and in there, there's all these corridors with the well. Not for not us, <laughs> for a normal it's person. It's much easier yeah. for us to fill up our lungs after years yeah. of a minor black tobacco, black yeah. chard. That but, makes it seem like we actually understand how our bodies work, but I don't think we do. We don't. I think it's another Dude, like we don't. just a old wives' tale that they sold us, and it's just like the planets. It's just like space. It's just like the ocean. It's just something we think we know and we don't. I think this what this guy was talking about is sort of this common sense thing, but it's not so common to actually think repeating whatever you say to yourself, going through the three steps. This was just one of those episodes where I was like, oh, if I this would have totally turned me off this show if I was like a listener. Oh, the first episode you ever listened to? I, I exclaimed this is a hunting episode. And should not that we're allowed to throw them into that e- bin yet? I'm still tabling that motion. Even hunting video, like a Ranella, would be a godsend compared to this guy. You know, this was just so fucking dull. Well, I was thinking that again, like, if he started with the so story, dull. but I was thinking like if you were just let's say let's say you just walked out of a cave, you're in Sino Man. Someone tells you about <laughs> podcasts, and you're scrolling through comedy, and you're like, oh, this is the number one comedy podcast yeah. in the world. And you play this I'd episode. Be like, they mislabeled this. <laughs> yeah, you hundred percent. You'd be like, I don't know where the comedy was in this. I must have been very well, dry. This then episode. that guy went out, bought a bow, learned, and shot this guy. <laughs> or, or I love that the guy went on and went on about how deep he's in a bow, and then Joe asked him how uh, how everything else is going. He's like, Well, my wife left me, but you know, it's about concentration and execution. Because he he seems like he'd be a real bugger to be around if you weren't into what he was. I don't think he talks about much other than um, aiming. I give it a one. I, t- I too give it a one. Everything just comes back to aiming. I give it a... Uh, no, I can't with yeah, find po- a one. With, with potential, had they tried to give examples how you could have other explanations, and because if we had an agreement of all calling it a one, it would summon the noise... He's trying to get you to press that button. <laughs> what button? <laughs> the agreement, agreement oh. button. Oh, that was so professional, Kamar. No, <laughs> you see, the gods don't want us to agree today. They must be crazy. Fine. We have an agreement. Is, is your machine on, Matt? Are we recording? <laughs> yeah, the fucking know. machine's on. I don't know. Oh, fuck. Yeah, de- de- definitely the disappointment of the week, but I, I, I think there were some gems in it. I'll just say In this that. episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fuck you, then. Fuck me. All right, well, that's it. We're going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill, and we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you feel like you're at your best, you can do great things, but it's very easy for life to get in the way, to get you bogged down. You start to feel overwhelmed, and then just like that, everything can feel like it's falling apart. You want to be your best self as much as you can be. Well, working with a therapist can help you get closer to that best version of you so that you can feel like you're maximizing your life. Because let's face it, when you feel empowered, you are more prepared to take on everything that life throws at you, no matter how big or small. I've noticed that many young people have trouble communicating. Well, speaking with a therapist can help make you a better communicator. For me, my problem is listening. And speaking with a therapist has made me a much better listener, which in turn has made me a much better communicator. And that has helped me become a better version of me. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, it's flexible, affordable, 
and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com J-R-E-E today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We're back. Thank you to thank BetterHelp. God. And God. Yeah, and thank you to God for not fucking up the first half because we were never going to re-record that. Not in a million years. Kamar, name and a number, please. Jumping all around here, we got 1942 Mark Greeny, author of The Gray Man. Uh, at one point, he says he strives to be the least interesting person in the room, and on this episode, he succeeded. <laughs> how, how do you... There's only three people in the room. How do you spell gray? G-R-A-Y? Oh, no. E-Y. Both are correct. Are they? We spell it E-Y. How do the we Americans spell it? A-Y. Spell it? Oh, oh, no, we I spell forget. It I did the research E-Y. We spell it E-Y. They spell it A-Y. Is that right? Both are correct, though. Both are correct. This It's like color. C-O-L-O-R or C-O-L-O-U-R. The U is so stupid. No, it's O-R. I mean, we spell it with a U. I know. That's so stupid. Color. 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 Um... This is spelled. <laughs> this is spelled the gray man with an A, because it's American. And one thing I said is gray is like um, not white, not black, and the gray is silvery. I hated the movie. By well, the way, well, it was hot whoa, garbage. Hold on one second. Go over that for me again. Gray is gray. Gray, gray, <laughs> gray is not black and white. It's 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 the shade in between. Right. It's a mix of black and white, how, yeah. However you're going to describe yeah. gray. And? And gray yeah. <laughs> is sort of silvery. No, they're the gray. same thing. What do you mean? You, you, it's a nuance. Subtle nuance. It's like eggshell versus white. Yes, I understand. But this is spelled G-R-A-Y. The gray man. Yeah, it should the be gray G-A-Y. Gray. The gay man. I was playing around that a bit. Um, but The he's movie stunk. He, the, the movie was a hot piece it of was garbage. not whoa hold on yeah, hold perfect, on a perfect sec. let's go the movie was not that bad with um ryan gosling and, and chris evans yeah i liked it i gave it really? a thumb and a half up yeah i thought it no, was good you didn't. yes yeah no i thought it was entertaining you think it was an the, hour too long the same way i thought bullet train was entertaining i don't think they're the greatest movies in the world but they were fun to watch bullet trains better than gray man Bullet Train fucking stunk. Okay, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, which is, you got to pick one, Gray Man or Which Bullet is Train. weird because you lo- you love um Gosling. He does love Gosling. He loves him some Gosling. No, he loves uh 10,000 10 Seven Psychopaths. Rent? <laughs> seven Psychopaths, yeah. Which was very kind of reminiscent of Not Bullet at all. Train. Not it had at that all. same kind Not of like camping and 472 hours. Anyways, what? Um, Bullet Train or The Gray Man? Ooh, interesting. Oh my God, I guess Gray Man. Mm. See, I really did not like the head. Head. The um, the boss. The boss who was trying to recover the information that was going to bring him down. He okay. he just wasn't good. Sure, I don't remember who it was. He should have been older. It was just wasn't. It was wasn't believable. But I guess the idea is this guy's a crazy assassin. 
and um, he's also sort of personable. He's just an everyman. And, and down to earth. Yeah. And that's the, that's the shtick, as it were. He's not like a crazy uh, seal guy. He's just like a everyday dad bod. Well, Normal he, dude. He, he was pretty jacked in the movie, unless that was CGI. Well, he was saying, the, the author... He was saying that's his thing. It's like he wasn't like the other guys. He wasn't like a Jack Reacher or whatever. He was just like a, a normal guy. He le- but all the time he's doing his assassin-like stuff, so the intensity is there. Uh, obviously, the movie was a $200 million like action blockbuster, but I guess the book is better as often. It's hard to transition a book to film. I don't know. This guy writes so many books. Like, how can they all be so great? You know what I mean? He's writing two, three books a year. But he wrote for 20 years before Gray Man got published. Uh-huh. And was first published at 42. Yeah, I guess. I guess if you're only published at 42, you want to, like, milk everything you can out of this thing. So he's, and that was his um, attitude towards the movie, whether it was shit or not. Like, I wrote a book and they made a movie. Like, I'm winning. The uh, they talked about misery in this one. Was it in this one? They did. They also talked about Fury Road. Am I jumping the? Because hold on, the whole misery thing. Those really were amazing casting jobs for that movie. Like, James Con. Have Kathy you read Bates. the book? I've never read the book. I've, I've read seen the, the book, and it really is. Uh, I mean, the problem was I read the book after having seen the movie, so I already had her mm. and him in my head. You can't do it. You can't do it backwards. I mean, sometimes you have to, but it is. Yeah, it does taint it for sure. It's very interesting to like read a book. You make you up book, the way it looks in your head, mm-hmm. and then they make the movie, and you get to compare. But it's someone else's vision. It doesn't always work that way. What bugs know? me is if I pronounce a name wrong, as I'm prone to do. Oh yeah. But you read the whole book, and it's this, yeah. and then the film's like just brings you out of it. Um, but he's such a Joe. Like, Am I hitting it for Fury Road? Yeah, I, I was thinking about. It. Have you Have you guys seen Fury Road? Yes, of course. Like the new one, the Mad Max. Yeah, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. It's the J R E E movie game. The time has come again for Matt and Simon to rack the brains to guess the budget in the box office. We all know. The movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head to find out what your movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made the box office. This week we're doing Fury Road, the latest Mad Max. Remember when I nailed Fargo last year? Last week? Because we had done Fargo already. <laughs> I think we've we had done misery, so that's why it was omitted. Starring Tom mm-hmm. Hardy, Charlize Theron, Nicholas Holt. Hugh Keys, Burn Rosie, Hunting Wheatley, Riley Keyes, Zoe Kravitz, Abby Lee, Courtney, and I think Lenny Kravitz is a douchebag. And this is one of those roles where Tom Hardy, I don't think he says any words or very limited. Have you seen the video where uh, Lenny Kravitz's penis escapes his pants yeah. on stage? <laughs> his leather pants? Yeah, it's fucking it's incredible. The best. It starts doing a solo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, my time to shine, Lenny. We have done misery, yeah. 
And he, Lenny Kravitz was in this movie called uh, Shotgun Wedding, which may be the worst movie I've ever seen in my life with uh, Jennifer Lopez. So bad. And, and you wonder if people in the middle of making a movie realize this is so bad or that everyone thinks. No, they're like, well, they'll, they'll get, they'll movie, get this, this in editing. They'll this get this it. in the editing bay for sure. This is going to be the one. Simon, do you have a year? I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, I said it costs. Oh, sorry. I said the year was uh, 2016. Oh, well, that's what I was going to go with, but I went with 2015. Simon, you'd be correct because it came out in 2015. Whoa. What a good start. Whoa. We're really starting to zero in in the last couple weeks, I've noticed. Whoa. Yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, pressure. I already have all my things. A lot, lot of pressure. Give me a, a lot side. of pressure. Well, maybe now I should rethink this now that I know that I'm live. I think I could dare say it was the best of the Mad Max movies, too. I mean, the budgets are so low, and the first ones are raw. Yeah, and they, they have Mel Gibson, so that's a problem for Simon. Nothing wrong with a little Mel Gibson. and uh, I mean, that's more what I think the world would look like okay. 25 years later. No, that's too soon. Because it is, Mad Max is dystopian. Yes, but it's like hundreds of years later, isn't it? It'd be interesting to know what year Mad Max was set When the great boom boom came. Maybe I'll talk. All right, it, it, so Simon's, since Simon's... Alive, I'll go first. I said it cost $100 million and it made 628 So with some nice round numbers. Okay, well, I said it cost $110 million and it made 395 Oh, Simon, you're very close. Budget, $154 million. Okay. Budget, $415.2 million. Box office. Whoa, I am close. $415 ah, that's a, I'll give that to you. $395. I won't. I won't. You didn't get the budget, but box office, almost spot on. That's not good enough. $25 million off. What Come does it on. have to be but in? Well, you were, like, you were like $50 million off on the budget. I know. What are the... The parameters? Yeah. I, I thought the budget was like... $5 million. $5 million. Whoa, you really got to be close, eh? Was it five million on the budget? I thought we gave like a twenty-five million dollar buffer. We should net. We should no, no, no. If anything, that'd be on the box office. We should write it down. I think it's five and fifty. Was the original five and fifty? But it feels like five and five should be it. I mean, you guys, you guys can do this. You were only fifteen off, right? One ten. You said three ninety. It was four three ninety-five. Twenty off. That's close. Not bad, man. And that's well within the fifty. We'll give you half points. But I mean, you forget the Mad Max's word dystopian after oh, yeah, a nuclear that's what war. I wanted to check when Mad Max was set. Twenty fifty-two. That's what I think. Which Mad Max? Fury Road. The well, they'd all be around the same time. Well, no, they wouldn't be, but they'd take over. I the, obviously the Mad Max made in the eighties was. I'm going to say it's supposed to be twenty twenty. The first movie was set some odd 10 years after the 1973 oil crisis. 1983. Oh, crazy. Interesting. And uh, some great dead air there. Yeah. Really working it. it out. There you go. That's it. That's I, I doubt it's past 2050. I said 2020. I think it's 2020. Oh, you just gave up, Simon? Yeah. That's the movie game. I hope everyone enjoyed playing at home. Um, so back to Mark Reary. He, uh, funny story how he quit his job. And then three days later, they had a meeting where everyone got a severance package. What a nightmare. What like what uh, what have I done every yeah. day? Whenever I turn left, I'm supposed to go right. 
and yet he pursued and, and came out successful. I thought that was cool. That's like playing the same lottery numbers every day for your whole life and then missing one week and you win. I'd kill yeah. myself. Ugh. Honestly. Really? Yeah. yeah. No. That's that's crazy. Well, I mean, come on, man. I I've had so many close calls on much less that have driven me to madness that Imagine 50 that or have 70 driven million. me to madness. <laughs> oh no. Um yeah, so he was he sold metal equipment and was a bartender and has no background in military. Unlike say um all of them. Jack Carr or or whoever we've talked about who were like have a background and then they apply yeah. what they know. But he sort of got into this genre and just loves it. And wow. He, he wrote the whole book at a Starbucks with a gun on his hip and a gun on his uh, ankle. So Conceal and carry. And thank you for everyone who uh, wrote back in. That was great for you. Yeah, what a wild country. I think yeah. everyone can be. What a uh, wild so country. So there is a lot of conceal and carry, right, Matt? That Permitless. Is, yeah, so you can just carry yeah. a gun around. Because when I said. You don't know who's on. carrying it. When I listened back, what I meant was I didn't think there were states where you could, without a permit, conceal carry. I thought most states, like New York State's a good you example. You have to have a permit for your gun. I know that. Yeah. What I'm saying is I thought on top of that, you had to get an additional permit to conceal carry. Like New York State is an example where it's all, I believe it's almost impossible to get a conceal carry permit. But That's you right. But you can get one. You know what I mean? Like it's an option, but they're very few and far between. But like Vermont, for example, doesn't give a shit. Tennessee... Don't if, give a so fuck. if you own a, if you have so if them, you go if you're 16 and you go purchase a handgun legally yeah at legally, a store then you can you can put it, it in yeah. your waistband yeah. and walk out of the store and into a McDonald's which is fucking wild can you then pull it out in a McDonald's if you don't get the right no food. I don't think you can brandish your pistol I'm pretty well, sure that's a then why are you carrying well, what do it I around? know I was wrong about everything maybe you you're can, not even around to brandish it. <laughs> it's a good point you're right you can probably show it off to the cashier at the McDonald's I don't know. Oh, that's great, just man. I'm moving. In, just as incentive, you know? As I read into it more, I was like, I'm, I, this is this is sealed. I'm moving to the States. I'm going to carry fucking seven guns at all times. Interesting. Never going to feel safer in my life. Well, where are you living in the States that you need to feel so safe? The States. Just everywhere. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, if everyone can carry seven guns. Like you just I, actually made a good point. I need nine. I get it. If you live in Vermont yeah. and you have to worry or Maine or whatever or anywhere where you have to worry about like bears or Bigfoots or whatever, I would carry a big fucking gun too. So you're buying a gun just for Bigfoot? No, just like for I Bigfoot said, for protection. bears and cougars and other things. What about a, what about a tranquilizer dart gun? By the I don't way, think you want to fuck around with that. I think you just want to take it down. Look, if lots I'm, of people would be very happy if somebody brought in a dead Bigfoot. Some people believe that's the only way other people are ever going to believe about Bigfoot. I think everyone believes that's the only a, way people are going to believe about Bigfoot. A dead one. I think if you brought in a living one, I would believe a lot more. You would believe a lot more if it was alive. Yeah, that would be something, eh? Well, would you not prefer that it was alive? Um, like if you, Simon K, you're a billionaire. Yeah. Okay. It's 10 years in the future. You've done something. You created the best, the new Spanx. You sold the company for $2 billion. Okay. You I'd call them skanks. Sure. Of course. That's why they're so much they're higher fishnet selling. fishnet Spanx. Yeah. yeah. So you have all this money and you Stupid. put up a bounty. You put up a bounty on Bigfoot. Yeah. That's been done. Yeah. 
Okay. And you say dead a million dollars. Alive. How much? 25 million. See what I'm saying? Yeah. 250 million. You're giving up $1 billion for a live Bigfoot. Wow. Imagine it was just like, you know, you're so certain that it doesn't exist. It's like that magic guy, you know? No, uh, I like the idea that it's such a big number that Bigfoot turns himself in. He's like, I'm doing it for my family. Yeah. We're really hurting out there. We don't, I don't have a choice, man. Like He's like the Duttons. They're buying up yeah. all my land. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a choice. In two generations, we'll be pushed out anyways. I got to take what I can now for the little Bigfoots I have left. Fucking clap that one out, Kamara. I'm writing that script tomorrow. <laughs> he spoke about as how- if there hasn't been a Bigfoot spinoff of Yellowstone. Like that's the only thing they haven't spun off yet. Yellowfoot, Yellowfoot. That's good, man. He lives in the foothills. Send an email to Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, that guy is fucking <laughs> he's probably already. He's like, I'm already writing it. You prick. He was talking about his writing style, how he has writing parameters he works within. Um, sort of where I want to start, where I want to end, and then in between versus Stephen King, who really should be on Joe by now, but I guess he would not accept the invitation because Joe's mean, a right-wing nut. Stephen King must be the person most talked about on Rogan who has never been on Rogan. Yes. Re- referenced. Referenced, yeah. Joe needs, to just, Joe needs to just cough up the cash and get a little breadcrumb trail of cocaine all the way from Maine <laughs> no, down to he Austin. He doesn't do that anymore. Oh, you is there, well, I mean, a super question, like, are there any books you wrote that you don't remember writing that were big successes? He referenced Cujo, Stephen King says he doesn't. Right, Is remember, right. Ever done any art you don't remember doing? Isn't yes, that a good tons. Co- but isn't really, that a, yeah. tons, Kumar. Isn't, isn't that a good cop-out? Like, you know how a lot of artists hate their early work? Like, isn't that a great cop-out? Like, you know what, Cujo, I, I don't even remember writing it, so. Yeah. I don't just, know why you want to cop out on something that made you millions made of you, dollars. And people think it's a good book. <laughs> That's just like humble bragging over. It's like, not I, like I wasn't it, even trying. It's not like uh, Windy City Nights or something that he's trying. What's that one called? Yeah, no. Big City Heat. Is that what it's called? Windy City Heat? Yeah, the stupidest the movie The one with Perry? Yeah. Yeah. With Perry, exactly. <laughs> Fuck you, Perry. <laughs> um, and talk If about- you're out there listening and you want to comment. It's not even Perry. It's fake Perry. Oh, whatever. He was, whoever. Whoever. he was one of our first listenings. Whoever that Windy guy City is. Heat, I'm sure yeah. it is. Uh, then with Cujo, they talked about survival against animal ratio. Sort of if you have uh, hamsters on the bottom end. I mean, of- human uh- against hamster every single time. Hamster loses. Okay. To the death. Yeah. And then sharks probably at the top end because the element of water, water is already yeah. so... I mean, if you if you survive and beat a shark... I yes. would imagine that you'd rather fight like anything else On besides land. a shark. I mean, after, after before the shark is your bears, your lions, no, your that's tigers. No, that's what I'm saying. You probably have like a 100% better chance of surviving against a bear than you do against a shark. But even then, I think orcas and blue whales would fall into that too. Like if a blue whale, if a blue whale knew it's pitted against you, you're fucked. An orca, fucked. Well, I mean, a, a blue whale, I don't even think it has teeth. No, but it just opens it its just mouth opens and you its come mouth. in with it all that. It, must, it yeah. must have teeth. Oh, there's no way you're, you're I mean, come a, on. a strong right across a blue whale's nose. I was like, whoa. Come on, no, if I know yeah. I'm fighting a blue whale, I'm 
going to try not to be amongst the krill. That seems like a bad tactical <laughs> error right yeah, off the If jump. you're amongst <laughs> krill when a blue whale no, I, rolls up on you, you've made some bad decisions. I, I hear that just like you play dead with a bear, you're supposed to hide amongst uh, the krill The krill to try and escape. the. Uh, as long as you can hold your breath. <laughs> but orcas, we know they're pricks and they're bloodthirsty. Like if a pack of orcas wanted you dead, I think it's over. Yeah, for sure. Anything underwater, you're just at such a disadvantage. That's what yeah. I'm saying. On on land, like I'm fucking shifty. I could juke and jive a bear, you know? Or give you him a, give him a little uh, little that? shoulder spin, roll right off him all the way to the end zone, you know? That scene from the other guys well, <laughs> where Will Ferrell is like, what are we talking? A full gr- a full grown group of lions? Well, now they're in the water. Now what? Now you're in my now you're in my space. Have you ever seen there's like a computer game you can play where you can like put humans against yeah. animals and you know? Stupid. Have I ever seen that? Or it's, stu- you- it's stupid. I'm because I'm thinking a big raccoon is pretty formidable. No, you, you would you could, but you don't fuck. want to. I most raccoons you wouldn't want to fight, but I think you could fuck up if you had to. I have seen though, up at my cottage, some pretty fucking big raccoons, bigger than like big dogs. What about a wolverine? You definitely could not fucking touch a wolverine. And the idea would is fuck you, you up. What about idea, a mongoose? You might be able to oh, fuck yeah, up a no, mongoose. mongoose. No problem. They're not very big. You sea could, otter can catch. No, a sea otter would fuck you up. I think in the water and on the land, two different. Both things. otters no, are no, no, no. otters are very vicious You're on boot land. Fucking You're fucking an otter. I'm kind of with Kamar. I think uh, on uh, land. Uh, I, I think you would be surprised a how big otters are. I've seen them in the wild, and b how vicious they are. They've only got a mouth. They have no claws. They do have claws. You're what wrong, about a beaver? Though. I don't know what I'm talking about. I think vicious. you could fuck a beaver up, though. Yeah, okay. They're, not, they're as not as agile. big or agile. Kick it like a football. Because the idea is you fighting back with any animal, it's going to be afraid and run away. But if it was a case that it was fighting to the death and wasn't It was attacking off, you. Yeah. Kangaroo. Oh, no. A kangaroo would fuck you up. Yeah, but you might be able to get around the neck and break it. Have you seen the video of that of the guy? The guy boxing the kangaroo? Because it's got his dog. Yeah, he runs out and, and he fucking just fucking fights him. But what's wicked is he does it. The dog gets away and then he kind of squares yeah, up again. Yeah, he's like, again you want to go? And the, the kangaroo's kangaroo. like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Yeah, that's the best video ever. The best you, you is got back the, control. The best is the kangaroos. There's tons of videos of them of going up to people and everybody thinks they're going to get punched by one, which is crazy. And then they just kick the And then they just kick, like, because they hover in air for a moment. They're so don't fast. Don't they sit on their tail? Oh, their tail, yeah. So maybe for many Kick moments, the shit yeah. out of you. they just fucking send you. Flying. Well, if you got back control or side control, I think you'd choke a. Okay, no, you wouldn't. An ostrich would fuck you up. No, I think you'd choke an ostrich. No, you're out. crazy. First of all, could you choke an ostrich out? It's all neck. Yeah. Well, an ostrich all you have to do is make yourself big, and it's afraid of you. No, that's not an option. I think you're crazy. You think you're talking about a partridge or a no, pheasant? No, I'm not talking about a pheasant or a partridge. The maybe animal a in general is trying to kill you. It's not just... Yeah, but you have natural defenses. It's trying to kill you, and you're trying to make yourself look big, so it's like, whoa. I'm telling you, man, their feet are like razor blades and so strong, and they're really big. They would bend its neck in half. Okay, you wouldn't. Look, I agree. There are some animals you could beat up. I'm not taking that away from you. An ostrich is not one of those animals. I'd rather an ostrich than a giraffe. Like, I'd give you a better chance against like a deer than an ostrich or an elk than an ostrich. A deer would give you brain damage with one hoof. <clears throat> it's true. Could an you ostrich would give you brain damage with one hoof. Could you beat? And it has claws on it. Without so. a weapon, could you beat a giraffe? Could you kill a giraffe? No. I, don't think, well, I think you'd have to kick it in the knee. 
Do you think you could beat a deer? Just, yeah. Just hey, hovel it? Yeah. Come on. Like, if there was a deer. Bambi, think, but not a full-grown buck. Not a not a male deer. No horns. Just with There's big no antlers. way you could kill a deer with your no bare way. hands. Get no the way. fuck out of here. A little a doe. A full-grown deer? A, a deer that just came out. I think you might be able to fuck a deer up. A not deer? a single no. fucking chance. I think a deer still deer swimming up. in the placenta with the knobby legs? No, no, no. Just get on it. Yeah, like no, Bambi no. on ice, I think maybe. you could probably... Not an elk. Not like a... Not a deer either. You're but a deer, nuts. I think you could fuck How do you grab it? How do you get it? Around the neck. How? Like you're in the woods, Simon. You right now, yeah, looking like you are, yeah. So like you're in a ska sta- band. It's standing there, like eating, and I like climb up a tree and jump down on top of oh it, grab God. it by the neck, fucking fucking bronco <laughs> it, and then Kamar was like into that. He was like, yeah, yeah, up in the tree. <laughs> but and no, then he but then yeah, it's yeah. the visual of Simon plotting. <laughs> it's just the last second. It's stepping aside, <laughs> just flat smashing face, his yeah. face off a rock. Well, if that happens, I'm done for. <laughs> but if it goes my way, the fucking deer's done for. All snakes of any considerable size yeah. are taking yeah. you out. No, lizards. you're killing snakes for sure. Snakes are useless. Like I said that last week, and you shot all over me. I was like, you grab Did like I? a tail, you toss it, yeah. And you were like, no, no, that snake immediately turns and bites you, and then you're dead from venom, Matt. Oh, yeah, there are some snakes that will bite you, though, for sure, if it's venomous. Dude, if you use centrifugal force, that thing is fucked. Yeah, I mean, if you can get a hold of its tail, I guess you could spin it around, flip it around. Depends and, what kind of snake it and is. And most of the apes are above us, too. Uh, like no, the, no, the, the not li- most of them, all of no, them. No, the little monkeys. No, you, no, you could fuck up a bonobo, probably. No, Ooh, bonobo, I don't know, well, no, They're that, so busy fucking. They you rape could, you. That's you the other issue with you. you. Not um, only do you get beaten Mar, to death. You can't rape the willing. That's true. I watch a lot of monkey documentaries, so I feel like I'm probably the most expert on this subject in the room. I've never hated you more and, than rape um, this second. So chimps for sure are going to beat you. Okay, we agree on that. Underneath chimps, you're looking at like a baboon is going to fuck you up. You know what I mean? The video of the orangutan grabbing that Asian guy at the zoo. The orangutans are so strong. They're even stronger than chimps, I think. Dude, this guy, like he has the fear of God in him. And this orangutan is casually like, oh, you want to fuck around? Find out. You could always fuck up a baby. But anything, be- yeah, you could fuck well, up a baby, maybe that. a female, but any like monkey species below, the males are always super big and aggressive, like the howler monkeys and like they're all fucking mouthful of teeth. And yeah, I don't think I gotta you can say, fuck I gotta with tell any you, of them. I'm not fucking with them. Any sort yeah. of primate. The anything no that can get way. my back and use opposable thumbs to like owl guide the monkey <laughs> get from friends. Me. Yeah, uh, you could fuck that thing. Those kind Hold on, of no, no. Have you, dude? There's a video that was going around like a capuchin. A, capuchin. There was a video going around a few weeks ago of this Indian dude like panhandling on the street or playing an instrument or something, and there's a monkey, super small, standing like three feet in front of him, and dude, in a flash, this monkey jumps at him and rips. It's insane. You, oh yeah, I think I saw that. It rips, rips head a off. whole piece of his scalp, like, like. From front to back, and you can see the piece just dangling, and the monkey's gone. I was like, "Holy fuck, that yeah. happened!" I don't think you want to fuck with anything. Did that the has monkey thumbs. just do that out of fear, or did it know it was being sadistic? I think it knew it was being sadistic. I mean, we have no context. Maybe this guy's been fucking with. He's this been monkey lived, for... living with that monkey for years. That guy doesn't treat the monkey very well, obviously. You yeah, go. you don't know the context. That's you what don't I'm know saying. if they you were have buddies. No idea. Yeah. This was like a. Maybe they were lovers, and this was like a marriage. Lovers issue. quarrel. Yeah. <laughs> What's that Chappelle joke? You know how long it took me to train this monkey? 
not to peel my <laughs> dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> we talked about critics, which is always one of the weirdest jobs. Talked about what? Critics. critics. That's what we do every Sunday. Yeah. It yeah, is. So it's not is a hard a job at all, job. actually. But the editing gotta, is harder. <laughs> you gotta take your best review and your worst review and throw them away. It's all relative. But, you know, like, really, we just talk about the things they talk on about the show. We could do less critiquing and more just. I think it's human nature to critique. Gabbing. But, you know, they, they were just about, like, show me. A, they said Gene Siskel had a script. And it was yeah, just, and it was the it was worst thing of all time. And, yeah, but um, Joe's weird because on one hand, we've heard him talk about, like, boxing coaches who never boxed. And he's like, some guys just understand it. They just have it. And in that sense, he's like, he has no problem getting it. Yeah, so shouldn't, shouldn't it be the same thing for everything? Maybe some guys just have a feel for, like, being the best at teaching a certain thing. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So maybe yeah. this guy's like, oh, I'm I just agreeing. know movies, but I can't make them myself. Like, like Kamar, you could be, I could, every movie review, or not review, but, like, every movie suggestion you give me could be incredible. You know what I mean? Like, every, just every movie suggestion Kamar gives me is a 10 out of 10 movie. But well, then you I say check this movie out. Yeah, and it's incredible. And then you give me your movie script and it's absolute dog shit. Like it doesn't mean that from that point forward I'm going to be like, "Oh, well, Kamar gave me a terrible script, so now I'm not going to listen to his movie choices." Like it's, you know. But at the same time, he said he writes the books that he reads. So those are like you could decide what you like as a genre and then turn around and make Right, it. like there aren't enough Bigfoot books out there. I am being totally serious. I look for them. That I could probably write the book I'm looking for. I'm there looking for like a a Bigfoot war novel. Would that know? be quit your that that be quit your job money for all of us? I don't Are know we now how you came around to be involved in my Bigfoot well, novel. You series. never talked about Bigfoot before the show. Why a novel series? That's true. We're like Disney. Any idea that you come up with wow, on the show I, I is now intellectual property of the JRG contract. I didn't uh, <laughs> uh, they were talking about. I'll have to peruse that over. <laughs> they were well. We were talking about it in the uh, dunk competition, but then they're talking about um, fight scoring. Yeah. Sometimes it's just some weird fight. And what about the idea of crowd? Hold on. Um, officiating. I'm glad you brought this up. You're welcome. <laughs> Simon, we watched the fights together. Did you feel like Volkanovsky won that fight? Uh, no. Like when, when at the end of the fight, like they blow the whistle, the fight is over, they ring the bell, the fight's over. You think Makachev. Ma- 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 I mean, I thought it was close. But you, like me, s- thought that Makachev took it. I could see why it. I thought... I thought he would need to like knock him out. To we both win. agreed that in the last round, Volkanovski yeah. needed to knock him out. Yeah, and okay. if he didn't, then he doesn't win. Correct. And that's not saying that it, it was very close. That's fine. So Joe, Anyways. so Joe, Eddie, Brendan, and Brian. Okay. All four of them. Now they had been drinking. They all at the at the bell were like, "Oh, Volkanovski and new without a doubt." That he won? Yeah. They were all like, really? with So keep in mind, like... But he, he didn't win. No. no. So even Joe, who has watched how many fights an expert and commentates critic. an expert, yeah, he was like, I thought for sure this guy won the fight. Me and you thought differently. All the judges... I know, but we're stupid. Hold on. All the judges agreed with us. I think most people that watch that fight, I think Volkanovski's one of the best ever, one of the toughest dudes ever. But it goes back to your point that, like, it's well, subjective no, and you don't... But the question was, what about crowdsource... I hate that. The officiating. No. 
That's terrible. So at the end of the event, you would like vote on who you thought was the winner. And then they just take the average of the vote. That's interesting. I always wanted. So if it's in Russia, the Russians just always win if it goes to decision. I guess like, that is a fun problem. fucking that is a fun problem. game. Well, this that is. Be easy just to give us a popularity contest and over and over again, the guy face down with three doctors around him keeps winning. No, like, you even you even in knockout, you can't do that. Only a decision. It doesn't work. And I always wanted to have crowd coaching. Oh, they have that. If you're close enough, you just yell out however you feel. No, 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 no. I don't know what a bit of, but it'd be just cool for everyone to see what their, the average decision is. Like if you could call a play in the NFL. Yeah. That's interesting. Imagine they did that if you you could like pay money. You have to pay money. It makes you on the coach team. It's like a hundred thousand bucks, but you get to call a play at the Super Bowl. No, I think it would be even better. So like one coach gets one flag a game they get to throw. And if they throw that flag, a random fan chooses the opposing team's play. That's interesting, but I just think if there's a thousand people and they all pick the play, it's say this is the highest percentage that was chosen. Right. If fifty percent say or if forty nine percent say run and fifty one percent say pass, you it's pass. gonna be a pass. That's brilliant. But, I love it. But just once a time, just as a everyone gets in on it, I, I think it'd be fun. That could be a version of the future, eh? It's like we go too democratic where everybody has a say about everything. Well this how, then, well this is what we want for voting. But maybe that is the way to do it. Every day is a referendum. Everything gets voted on. Like, uh, we're setting a menu at Pizza Hut today. Who wants to see pepperoni? Can I get a consensus? With the ease of swiping on Tinder. Just every day in the morning you wake up and have to spend like an hour voting on everything for the day. God damn it again. Yeah. Um, It's interesting. uh, Joe goes back to talking about... uh, If you want to give Taibi his just... Just dues. You're gonna Let's have to. You're gonna have to not give this guy too yeah. much longer. Like the gray man should have become gray a long time ago. Uh, yeah, and how did you? I don't want to be a dick. I just if, if more I know what you want to give. The, what was the movie game? Uh, Fury Road. Yeah. Had we already done the gray man? Well, yeah, it's, not a done stream, the gray it's a streaming film. And there I'll are tell no you, stats. It's a streaming. It right, came out gotcha. 2022. Yes, gotcha. Cost 200 million to make. It made 400 thousand dollars at the box office. $400,000. They did release Because it. it showed just for a moment so it could win an award at the Oscars. Simon Trivia the other night, I did I, I did the top 30 highest grossing Robert De Niro films. And like one of the first people up was like, The Irishman. Not And uh, I was like, wow. made $7 million. Yeah. Not even close. That's not good. Why, you subscribed to uh, budget to box office? No, what I do is there's three people for the lightning round that come up. So... I say you have to name one of the top 30 highest grossing oh, Robert De Niro number, movies. What was number one? Do you remember? They're all Meet the Parent movies. They are, eh? All of them. And then Casino. And then Casino's like number eight. Goodfellas, then Casino. Goodfellas is like 26. Yeah. They're called Divorces of Bitch movies? Yeah. Um, how many movies does he have? De Niro, a bunch. But as far as high grossing films, a lot of his best movies were like 70s. They weren't high grossing. Like, again, Casino was like number seven. Um, the Godfather was number like 32. You know what I mean? It hardly made well, money. Restricted movies generally aren't. Oh, no, sorry. That was it. This girl was this the girl, Joker. Sorry, the, the Joker. That was number one. That was his number one highest grossing. The Joker? He was the, he was the talk show host. He was like Letterman. Made Bill. Oh, yeah, right. That's right. And then two, three, and four were Fokker he got movies. Shot in the face. Spoiler alert. No Stephen King read his own books. That was surprising. 
Joe, oh, the writer has to read your own book. Except, Except Stephen, Stephen King, King, he doesn't know what he's doing. Well, it would be tough for him to do it because you'd hear the typewriter in the background the whole time of him writing his next novel <laughs> while he orates at the last one. <laughs> he's just so coked up. And then he went to the store, and then he came back. <laughs> they got to slow it down. It's crazy. Like, uh, how many books do you think Stephen King has on the go at any given time? Or do you just think he writes one at a time? I don't think no, he's pro- prolific. I think he has he like 20 on the go at any given time. I agree. And that's just what I so, find insane. So many. Maybe it's easier to write that way. Yeah. Otherwise, it gets boring. Yeah. Like boring. maybe, yeah, you just like, I'm going to touch this one today. Where was I? And maybe Stephen King at this point is just like Andy Warhol, where people send him scripts and he's just like, oh, Stephen King. And it, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes money for everybody. Song cocaine. Um, just uh, the idea of uh, continuing characters. If you create your own universe, that's got to be fun as an author. Then you can live in there. Sort of, there's been 40 James Bonds or whatever. And we always accept it. Seven Spider-Mans. We, we never say, there's only one Spider-Man. Problem is though, we're too hungry nowadays. Like a guy like George R.R. R. Martin. God damn, that's got to be fucking tiring. Like the James Bond shit. Like we got a James Bond movie every couple of years. You know what I mean, it's not like, that's not that much heavy lifting. Not that I could do it, but... Like, think of Game of Thrones. That guy's writing, like, he originally just wrote, what, two books? Was that it? No, I think he wrote all but the last season were already written. You think I he's, could be wrong. He's working under a deadline right now? You are wrong. He's writing, yeah. Like, he's, okay. of course. he's and, and they have, like, they've greenlit, like, six other Game of Thrones series, so. Well, not from works that he did, <clears throat> I don't think. No, he has to write them. I don't think he does write them. He does. Okay. I'm sure he works with someone. Like, I don't think he's doing it alone, but I'm I'm certain it's still him writing all this shit. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I thought they took his source material. They used what they could. When they ran out of books to use, they made up their own shit because that's what they did in season seven. Well, no, he eight. was... But you're forgetting that he was writing the books as Game of like, Thrones was coming dead? out. Did no, he he's die? alive. No, he's very he much like, alive. He looks like a retired engineer. He looks like Randall Carlson, doesn't he? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but it's just be, be interesting. You, characters can live forever. We do suspend our disbelief, but it's not like you make a new Star Wars. Well, every that year. was the whole uh, point of misery, right? Was it was this author, and he wrote a book where he killed off the main <laughs> character that this or and was going to kill him. She it, yeah. couldn't stand it. And, that's a wanted great, him to rewrite the novel. Great way to bookend this podcast. Uh, he's got some medical woes, and I think he would benefit from stem cells. We'll see if Joe helps him out. Felt like he sort of threw Brenda Schaub on the bus for his uh, pain pill addiction. <laughs> and just that thing when when you're sick, it's true. That was the first time he said his name. Usually that, he says, "I have a friend who." And then he, he and this time he said, "I have a friend who." They went on. He was like, "Oh, by the way, that friend was Brendan Shaw." I just want to make sure everybody knows that. <laughs> it's very interesting that he did that, or it stuck out to me. Um, I don't like when he does that. They eh? have you ever had strep throat? Off, fucking strep strep throat. Yeah, a long time had ago. It many it's, times. The, it's the worst sore throat of the ball. It's like, like swallowing razor water. blades exactly. every swallow. And when you have it, you're like, I just wish this would go away and I'll be happy every day of my life that I can just swallow normally and then that fades away. Of course. Which is this idea that you don't wake up a day, I am not like sick like a dog today, I should be happy. Just that perspective thing. He was talking about being practiced in that. 
And uh, yeah, Kamar, it's so funny you mentioned that. Last night I was at my great great aunt's hundredth birthday. Oh, congratulations, to her! Buddy. Yeah, congrats, to her. And I was saying to Mary, I was like, it's it's got to be such a weird feeling at that point waking up because, like, obviously you should wake up like you're saying every day and be like, this could be it. You know what I mean? Like, I should I should really live it up, but we don't. For the most part, you just go on with your your doldrums and whatever. But like waking up at a hundred, you gotta truly at that point be like. And she knows she's a hundred. She's dude. This first of all, this woman. No, 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 just ask. This woman bowled like a two eighty the last time I bowled with her. So she's very like there. What did she say? She blew up the candles and went. Here's to two hundred. This is your grandmother. My grandmother's aunt. Your grandmother's aunt. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the crazy Italian blood. So it's like your great great great. I said aunt. that. Yeah, but 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 that's the point. Is like imagine waking up at a hundred and. I imagine that every day you're just like... I think it's just a great age. I mean, once you get to a certain age, 80, great, great let's say, you know what I mean? It must be like... Oh, great aunt. Every nope. day just seems like it could be your life. I agree with you, but 80, like, you know that there are people that live till 90. You yeah. know that, like, what, like 100 is really that milestone That's where right. it's yeah. like, like holy yeah. fucking Nobody shit. lives to be 120. Because your grandmother's mother is your great-grandmother. Her sister would be your great-aunt. I guess you're right, yeah. Wow. Mike Trump. What he was saying was my okay, so my say that again. No, no, no. You have Hold a grandmother. Yeah. I have a grandmother. Yeah. She has a mother. Yeah, yeah. that's that your great grandmother. Yeah. So my great aunt is her sister. Yeah, that's true. Great my great aunt. Nice work. I, 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 I rest my case. Um, but <laughs> spies. We get the stenographer. The stenographer. To read that back. Spies do exist, and there are assassins and stuff like that. But when you watch the gray man, like, and you have thousands of these elites who all carry their gun the way, the new way that everyone, how they carry in real life. Who's paying for all this? Do all not, dark ops, CIA money? I truly, in my heart of hearts, I think Hollywood does this like, every assassin looks like Ryan Reynolds or Clive Owens or, I bet they're Mike Baker. Some of them are Mike Baker, but they did have handsome and sure, but beautiful people to do all sorts of. But I, it's just it's easier for them to get things done sometimes. I also think when we think assassin, it's like this guy made the shot from wherever he. I think a lot of it is like that fucking stupid hitman game, where it's like I uh, I put a puddle of water there and attached a an electrical cord to make it look like an. You know what I mean? That sort of mm. shit where it's like a lot of engineering and stuff, like more MacGyver ways of killing people than actually. Maybe. Well, because wouldn't you want that? Like, like you, putting exploding cigars in uh, Castro's... Uh... I'm just saying, you would rather... If you're trying to kill a foreign dictator or someone like that, you don't want... You know, a bullet says someone killed you. What yeah. about electrocuting yeah. the cheeks? Yeah, you'd rather it look oh. like it was an accident, for yeah. sure. I think this guy's much more sadistic in his books, and they took the best they could for the movie. I give this a two. Oh, I give it like a one and a half. One and a half. Simon, I also think... Um, you know, a lot of these people, a lot of these like mysterious deaths you see, I think that's like assassins. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, you fell down an elevator shaft. Like, oh, that was easy. Interesting. Or just like someone like, uh, you know, how like electric cars, are, they can all be controlled. You just think there are a lot of assassins out there. Well, I think there's a lot of suspicious well, if you're, deaths if you're out there. you're attributing yeah. all these suspicious deaths to assassins. I think 50% of the people that work for the CIA have probably had to kill someone for the U.S. government. And that would make them an assassin. Yeah, I know. A paid assassin. Oh, like, they hire someone. And what's that person then? An assassin? Mercenary. Assassin. Okay. Yeah, same thing. So a lot of them exist, yes. I would assume they, that they, over... They have to. Simon, I would assume overseas in Africa, there's fucking tons of those people. 
tons of assassins. I mean, tons. I agree there are probably many, but tons? Like, yeah, I don't metric know tons. That. If you were to put them in a shipping <laughs> container and ship them over to that's North America. Lo- that's a lot of assassins. Well, a ton of assassins is a lot of 2, assassins. 2,000 pounds is not that much. That's like an elevator full of people. Yeah, it's like a shipping container full of people. No, a shipping container is like seven elevators full of people. No, it's not seven elevators. I hope it's all made up. You hope there's just all good people in the world? Call this number, say garbage man flies, you go in and there's a setup and he does uh, passports and just all these cells set around the world for espionage and dark ops. But it, it may actually all exist. I like the movie. Don't think I'll ever read the books. Hot garbage. I give it a one and a half. All right, let's move on. Oh, we all agreed on that, too. Let's see if it works. This we have an agreement. Have an agreement. I gave it, it two, so that was... No, you gave it a one and a half. Okay. No, no, that was me. I thought you... No, you well, whatever. I pressed no, it early anyway. Cut it off. 1340 so Matt Taibbi. Two-thirds of an agreement. He just huh? woke up one day, and the Twitter files got dumped in his lap. Sort of like a reporter's dream, if you would. Can I ask a question right off the jump that you might have the answer for? And I genuinely... I, I would like the answer because <clears throat> I don't know. Why is it only on Twitter, the Joe Biden laptop thing? It's not. It was it, Facebook. It was on Facebook. Too. That, was the, that was the Mark. No, okay. But it just because whenever the Zuckerberg, because twi- these Twitter file things make it seem like it's egregiously Facebook more than like the mainstream media. You mean and, Twitter? Yeah, Twitter. Yeah. The Twitter sorry, files seem Facebook. Twitter's, Sorry, yeah. Twitter, Twitter is Twitter talking ma- about Facebook. No, no, no. Sorry. Or about Twitter. There, I'm sure there are Facebook files too. Okay. Because we know it was happening. He admitted it on Rogan's podcast. But my whole thing is this. It's on Instagram, which is Facebook. But just like social media platforms are social media. Is it not at that point on the actual media to to give us the story? But they're not. I, I know. Stop. What I'm saying is this. Like if the FBI goes to the social media companies and says, don't run these. Don't let anyone talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah. Don't let anyone mention it. Ban all whatever. Okay. Why were the like that's that's more on the media companies at that point to report on all of that? Are you that. talking about like the news, like yes. CNN and yeah. shit? We all, already know. News. We already know they're all bought and sold. Like, yeah, but that's my point. Is okay. So we're just they weren't talking about it either. Yeah, it, but it's more on them, is it not? Like these Twitter files are shocking for sure. But well, the, no, but like the you Twitter said, files it started is, with the New York Post writing a story about the Hunter Biden laptop and Twitter suppressing that. They kicked the post off. They, so that was the media reporting Okay, on yes, it. that's okay. That's the question I wanted. Yes, that's But the I mean, that I was like yeah. the only media reporting on it. But the post is also right-wing, so it loses its credibility. But I think the with, whole point is... Is the post right-wing? I think the whole point is that we all knew it was happening in mainstream media, but it was supposed to be sacred on social media. Gotcha. Like on Twitter and Facebook, they, they couldn't be corrupted because they're, you know. Why tech. did we assume that? I don't too? know. That was I don't know. Weird, but that's like just, looking back. That's an odd assumption. Of course, isn't it? it is a stupid. <laughs> it's a stupid assumption. What a terrible assumption. But what's interesting is, and it's stupid to throw words around, but you know, the base definition of fascism is the government and corporations working together to the detriment of the general population. And that, that's what's happening here with them yep. saying, yeah, hey, uh, this is a cancellation for this it's, week. Yeah, uh, sure, Bob, give a shoot. Like it was so... Techno-fascism, I think they call it. It was so hunky-dory, um, just do a business here, like the thing. And 
I mean, we sat around and said, of course they're going to do it. Like, why would the FBI, like, if only we could be involved with Twitter, we could find out. Yeah. And they could do it on the guise of, because it's, uh, he said since uh, 9-11 and um, the FBI Homeland Security, which started with, with 9-11, this is all for our safety, anti-surveillance. Yes, I've any said that a million times. It literally that. is just winds of change and they have shifted from using music to change people's mind to... What's the next big thing now? It's social media to change people's minds. So, Well, they also never had an open floodgate like after 9-11 because the U.S. had never been attacked on their soil. So the fear was at like an all-time high where they were like, we will give up all liberties to right. protect the country. And little did we know at the time, we Before all of that, us... Before they were worried about what? Oil and the ozone layer. Whatever they were worried about. The point is, is after 9-11, yeah, like that's when the real liberties were taken away and the idea of i forget what movie he talked about minority report i think it was the precog where you have to ask to use the gun and shit no no but this was just predicting crimes yeah yeah i know versus oh that was part of the movie i i is it part of that movie i thought it was it's definitely part of the Watchmen, the Mm -hmm. series i don't know if you guys ever watched that i didn't very good no, Minority Report's just all about these three precognitive... Yeah, the precogs. Yeah, the precogs yeah. that can predict a murder. And Tom Cruise is like the cop that works for the... Uh, the precogs, yeah. And there's another one where um, you do it over and over again until you get it right. Another get Tom those, Cruise movie? I get those mixed up. Yeah, that's it. That's, no, um, that's Tomorrow. Edge uh, of Tomorrow? Yeah. It has a different name in the States. It's called... Uh, Tomorrow Never Dies? No, no, no. no. Uh, something Kill Repeat. And yes, it's a you're cool right. Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know, Try, that movie's try in, Kill That repeat. movie's incredible, by the way. It is a so. great movie. Really good movie. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah, Emily Blunt. Is that Emily Blunt? Yeah. 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 She's great, and I, I don't Cruise? usually like Tom Cruise, but, he's but great this is in that a great movie. That's a great movie. Yeah. It's a fucking great movie. It's a fun movie. movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. We still yeah. don't even know the name. <laughs> yes. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of tomorrow. Oh, Edge of tomorrow. Yeah. I thought you said something fun. Eat, fun. pray, love. <laughs> um, so according to Matt, that basically Elon has just spent $44 billion to pull back the curtain and show how the sausage is Oh, I thought made. you meant according to me. I was like, I didn't say that. No, Mr. Matt Taibbi. Yeah. Um, Simon's chagrin. We all don't buy that, though. You don't buy that, do you? No, not no, no, not you. I know you uh, don't buy that. Of I course, I buy, I buy it. I, I always forget if Elon, if Simon always knew Elon was up to no good, or it transitioned because they talked about how once upon a time, say he just starts Tesla, no one knows anything. He's a he's a hero. He's a saving the world. Pretty sure if you go back, we've been Elon doing this good. almost five years, and I'm pretty sure Simon and I have been tooting the Elon not great horn for quite some time. What are you looking at, Simon? It's called Live, Die, Repeat. That's it, yeah. And But it says here, the film was initially Edge titled of All You Need Is Kill. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's what it was. It was not The Edge of Tomorrow. Then. No, I'm telling you, it was called Edge of Tomorrow yeah, when it came the, out yeah. here. But its original title oh, that was, was like, going to be, what did I say? Who cares? Kill, Rinse, kill, Repeat. repeat. I, 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 I thought it was like a uh, Bernstein Bears thing. Um, live, that's interesting, Live, though. die, repeat. Because while Elon went from good to Elon bad, you guys have always thought it was bad. Um, there was a time where Not I thought bad. Elon I just, might be good. Okay. It, it, there, was, there was a, at some point. Then you've got I, th- I think jive. so. Come on. It's so. not that I, I'm not like certain that he. <coughs> oh, I'm certain he's bad. There's no doubt in my mind. 
and you're certain he didn't give $44 billion to uncover <laughs> the deception. There's no way. I mean, I Because he, he didn't know he, he was, I did when not, he bought it, that's, that's what he would uncover. I do not think that was the case. I think um, Twitter is not a good uh, money. It never has been a good money-making tool, like for investors. And um, when he bought it for so much money, such an inflated price, he then is stuck with this loser. And to then keep it relevant and shit, he has to do things like this. Be provocative. Well, yeah, and maybe tell the truth this time because it's in his favor to do so, you know? Look, he also did the ultimate power move when he had the money. People were like, if you don't like the way it's run, buy it. And he was like, fine. He didn't want to pay $44 billion for it. I'll tell you that but right I don't fucking think he, now. I don't think he bought Twitter to save um, Democracy free speech or free in speech. America. No fucking way. I think uh, Elon is about Elon and making money. And I don't think that, you know, so unless this factors into that somehow. You're forgetting that Elon has done everything in his power to silence ex-Tesla employees who are angry about how they were treated. Silence. Well, that's just and, good business. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> um, the Taliban's on Twitter. That's just weird. And, but, but people are mad about Trump. Trump's- and he decided not to put Alex Jones back on because not all free speech is fine. And violence if it has children. to do with violence against children, then Elon has lost a baby on the delivery table. So unjokeable. Listen, there's he's a, a huge hypocrite. He ha- he is a hypocrite because if he really cared about free speech, the second he bought it, he would have changed all the TOS and he would have just opened the floodgates. But he didn't do that. He's slowly trickling in like high profile people. And like Simon said, all it's doing is keeping Twitter... You know how it's like uh, Patrick Bet David said Joe got like $500 million worth of or $350 million worth of free canceled. advertising from being canceled? Yeah. Elon's doing the same thing. He's That's, getting so much free the, advertising this and is play what I'm out of It's the only book. way to keep Twitter relevant is to do this. Otherwise, it's just he bought a lemon. Look, we've spoken about this before. Joe, the business model is very simple. If you want to have a social media company, you need to A, sell people's data b you need advertising money and advertising money is a big one advertisers decide what happens that's there's no two ways around that we know that with youtube we know that with every social media company we know this from the QAnon fucking documentary that what's it eight chan was losing money left right and center because they had no advertisers because no advertisers would go near it but it still exists or yeah, because, because someone is willing to dump, but Twitter is Twitter is six trillion times the size of they, those companies. They took away the newsfeed. Like one of the things I use Twitter for is gone now. Elon took that away. It's just for you and trending. You know, it used to go news, entertainment, sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's gone. Um, so well, that's it. He, okay, I guess we're moving on. No, I, I mean, Twitter sucks. Agreed. Well, I, again, if everyone wants these things to change, stop using them. All we do is bitch about them on them. But again, this is like what Matt talked about is like the <coughs> any mainstream reporting on the Twitter files isn't the collusion or colluding between the government stuff. It's Elon or the reporters that are doing it are right wing. Like it's if nothing else, though, now, like now that we know that Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, they all um Confirmed. actually did 
sensor, the Bider, uh, Hunt and Biden laptop. Yeah. That coming out on the eve of the election would have sunk Joe Biden. There is no way that Trump then doesn't win that election. Well, that's the election tampering that I'll, that we can talk that about. 100%. Like, I cannot see another. If that comes out, look, there are enough people that were, like, uncertain of what to do. This would have been like, he's just as bad as him, you know? I don't know. I think it would have skewed the whole. So that was his closing point, that, but it seems to be that this will be the first election in eight years without Twitter interference. Without Twitter interference. Or, or without... Uh, uh, Hopefully, a thumb on the the scale of uh, fairness and distributing information. Unless Elon, I bet you that'll be the worst election in history. Well, they're going to let Donald Trump back on. That's important. Right? He's back on already. He's back. Yeah, on he's already. been back on. Yeah, but just it's the election of the losers. I mean, unless you like Ron DeSantis or something. I really hope they elect someone young. I don't care what party they're for, but just to make that swing because Joe Biden wanted to run again. They really should force you out of the out of politics. Well, that's at age 65. That's I, don't age I know, I, I don't know. I, I agree. Or maybe it should be like, look, if you want to be an old president, that's fine. But any time over 70, you're, you can only have one term. You know what I was thinking about? You know, the all the Klaus Schwab's and the fucking Koch brothers and the Nancy Pelosi's and all these old decrepit fucks. I was thinking about how Joe constantly talks about in nature, how like, you know, some old rhino um, that's Needs been around be forever. Thinned. <laughs> yeah, because it will it will just go around killing all the young men. Which because, is exactly what's happening. Well, that's what it feels like. It feels like all these old rich fucks know that their days are numbered. They didn't get the, the fountain of youth that they thought would be around by 2020. And so they're just like, I don't know. I think I'm just going to burn this fucking cocksucker down. Because it really feels that way. I don't like, think they're burning it down. I think they want to pass it on to the people that are in their family who they are counting on to keep going with all their, you know. Because how else does the system keep working? Unless you think you've raised, like, an absolute fucking moron, how do you give someone, like, $250 million and they can't continue that legacy on? Like, No, I don't mean legacy like that. I mean, if you're interested in you know, forming the way that America runs, then yeah, but who, you need people who think the same way you thought it's in so, order to carry on your legacy. That's so inhuman to me, though. The idea that, like, I, maybe it's just me, but the idea that, like, I'm somehow going to change, I don't know, change something that's going to be around longer than I am. Like, I don't do know. Do you think they have great intentions? It just sounds like it's evil or diabolical? And well, we know that the path to go for it, World Economic Forum, the path to hell is like paved what? with good intentions. What like he's saying example? is like, he's saying like Klaus cities, Schwab. eating bugs, well, whatever you want to say that they extracted by if what Klaus saying. Schwab is saying it, chances are there it doesn't have good intentions. I got to go back to it, too. Every every time I hear Joe talk about you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. I'm like, Joe, the people that pay you all your fucking money, that is pretty much their motto. What do you mean? Spotify, Spotify, you will you'll own you nothing you and you'll be happy. You listen to. Do not buy a CD ever again. Instead, give us $10 a month and we will own all the music for you. You'll never own anything and it'll be super easy. That's a great funny. It's all uh, downloaded into your pocket. It's all right there. You get it and, plausible. and Joe never mentions that because again, why would he? They pay his fucking bills. I get that. But it's literally the perfect example of you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. 
You don't subscribe to it. I do. Do you subscribe to it? No. But you like Spotify? Yeah, again, I'm... So listen, from that, we'll extract that you will like everything the World, Epinom- world I Economic Forum does. I haven't bought a CD. I've probably bought, since like Spotify's become huge, I've probably bought like six CDs, whereas I used to buy, I don't know, 20 a year or something like that. So yeah, I and I got to be honest... Well, no, the same is true for books. I used to buy a lot of books. Like I used to have a substantial amount of books, and now physical. I'm ne- yeah, now I never buy books anymore. I download audiobooks. So, and you're happy with it. And I was thinking about that the other day. Like my dad had, you know, he was a pretty avid reader, and he read all sorts of stuff. And I gravitated to certain things that he read, and then I adopted those books into my collection. And theoretically, if my son wasn't such a dunce, he would have taken some books from me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But like, then I don't have, I have some books, but I should have way more. But half of my book life was cut in half because not half, but you know what i But I'm keep saying. in mind, even right now, I mean. That's and then a, that's he'll have a, no books to pass on. Well, no, that's not a great example because if Shep tomorrow said, hey, dad, if he happened to go, hey, dad, do you have any good books to read? You could share your Audible account with him. Yeah, I know. Sure. But like if, you know, he has kids and then the world gets fucked up and they don't have electricity anymore. You're right. He can't pass the he's just going to be able to pass the books he remembers on to his kids. Like and then that's how the Bible is written. My point remains just works just like that. My point remains. Joe is paid by. Again, yeah, no, it is. It's an interesting point, Matt. It's uh, it's very ironic from an Alanis song. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck you. The only evidence I know they're up to no good is because they're employing Brian Stelter, who I've uh, hated from an island. And- who are we talking about again? Sorry, who's employing Brian? The World Economic Gotcha. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the World yeah, Economic yeah, yeah. Forum. Or he- Forum. He was a mediator or yeah. whatever you do, and I mean, you know, he's a piece of shit. I mean, Joe's right. The second you see um, Klaus Schwab in his uh, futuristic emperor's uniform like you know you got a problem here. but he might just be a rich kid who's wilding out you know what i mean that never grow up well no he probably is and it's exactly my point like the dad was a crazy guy he had a son who shared his crazy philosophies maybe even crazier like mm. you know it's like bill gates dad um was like a eugenics guy he wanted to make sure that everybody was white and then bill gates was like not only that but we want to make sure that I own all the corn to feed all the white people when we're the only ones left, you know? Like, they add a little bit on to... I'm Did you see Jim Jeffries' new... No, I haven't been riding high on Jim Jeffries. He started with right. COVID, and I was like, I gotta turn this off. He talks about eugenics. He's like, he's like, I don't know if you know this, but Sweden had eugenics until 1974. He goes, they're fucking terrible people. He goes, I want you to know, if you're Swedish and you're watching, you can fuck off. And then he goes, but I gotta tell you, if you've been to Sweden, you can't argue with results. Those people are <laughs> fucking beautiful. <laughs> That's a good one. No, but it really was like Sweden. It's just, you know, when the um, things got split up, when the, sorry, the things, when the Nazis got split up after the war, they only had one pick and their one pick was like the eugenics doctor, you know? My point was going to be though, so we found out that Klaus Schwab started this World Economic Forum in like 74, 73. I can't remember the exact date, but it was in the 70s. And you were talking about how do you, you asked the question, do you think that like they're, they think they're doing well? There's an argument to be made that when he started it, he was a good intentioned young man. 
who maybe was corrupted. Again, I'm giving him all I, the benefit I of the think, doubt. But I think that when you go and look at like Klaus Schwab's background, his father was not a good man. Oh, that's probably who true. Associated with other not good men. I'm just saying, if you look at it from a positive standpoint, yeah. like he's just some guy. We all know that you can in your 30s, you're like young and you're wide-eyed and you think you have all the answers and then you get older and you're like oh the world no 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 i, I really believe though with klaus schwab and i think i'm close to right he's here probably a piece of is garbage. that his when you're talking about bright ideas and making the world a better place he actually thought he was doing that by like killing you know, germans killing, killing everybody Jews, yeah. and making everybody eat bugs and their idea is that for us to maintain our crazy wealth is poor people have to suffer and make sacrifices to save the planet and we're going to keep living this life. That's how I think it's shady. Who decides what hate speech is? Like, can politicians do that? We leave that to judges? We want to continue down this road of... Well, it's always been the courts that have decided Yeah, I guess it's the courts that decide. And the problem with censorship is it's fine when you're doing it, but then it can be turned on you. And that's what just cannot be lost in why it should be... Yeah, but we none of, none of none of us are for censorship. So this is a none mood. of us are. But no. there, anyone out there, just as long as you know what you're doing can be used against you. If you just you you have to know that. Um, it's the slipperiest slope. Talking about the uh, there's no discussion of um, Twitter was blocking uh, information about generic vaccines. Yeah, which is just again like you care about health, but you are helping one person at a detriment. Um, and they won't cover anything about the FBI at January 6th. We, we, incitement, whatever. They should have gone in that place. But that's the one thing that they were talking about with the news cycle, everything gets swallowed up. That's still going on. They're still talking about January 6th. Do you know but they also don't talk about inside involvement, right? The mainstream media. Yeah. No. But even then, if you go back before January 6th, which we've now forgotten about, if you remember just after George Floyd got killed, there was all sorts of shady, like, brick pallets being left. For rights to be or something. This is what I'm saying. There was also, and and they looked like FBI, like, they looked like company men. These, like, there was always weird sightings of, like... I mean, the problem with that is it could have been... Look, maybe that is the case. And maybe I get it. It could have just been some construction work. I get it. site where they were changing the interlock the and bricks, somebody's yes. just like, wah, wah. But there is a history of, and I hate to say Alex Jones is a reference point, but agent provocateurs. Yes, no, for sure. The head of the Proud Boys is an informant, and he's, um, sorry, fidgety, <laughs> um, and he's... Uh, Got arrested for burning a Black Lives Matter flag, but he's black or Hispanic, dark skin, whatever. We don't care about burning flags. The downfall, they were talking about oh, the downfall. Well, you of, just slid that in there. We don't care about burning flags. I'm, we don't. I'm huge on flags. I take my flag very seriously. And if you were to burn a Canadian flag in front of me, that's immediate. Um, we have to fight. Okay. Kamar, you got to realize there's a lot. I can't afford a flag no, to burn. I don't Most care. of America, if you burnt the U.S. flag in front of them, you're probably going to get in a fight. Nope. I oh, thought I'm it was illegal, almost, but I, think I guess it is. that was an old wives' tale. Hold no, on. They said, no, it wasn't. There's places in the States where you can't let your U.S. flag touch the ground. Not that they're going to enforce that law, but... Well, if you do let the flag touch the ground, you're supposed to burn it. So, so there, there's always an example. <laughs> is that where, right? I, I, you just made that up? No, I, th- I don't know. Anyone who knows about the truth about... I think that's in the military. You can't let the flag touch the ground. Um, 
the downfall of Gavin McInnes, but it seems he sort of found his way. No, he is totally unhinged right now. No, he's still on YouTube and he does shows. Like he makes a living doing what he does. Mm, I see. It's not like he just got obliterated like a Milo. Oh, I see. He's still around. Yeah. Guys, it's so Gavin McInnes made like five hundred million dollars when they sold Vice. He's gonna be fine unless he's a degenerate gambler. I don't see like. He could be embroiled in fucking shit for the rest of his life. Did you see the video of him? He was on some podcast and uh, somebody was using a phone in the audience and he just loses his fucking mind. He's like, you're here to watch us and you're using your phone. He's just freaking out. Yeah, he seems uh, seems like he's got it all together. How many notes do you have for this? That looked like seven pages. Like- it looked like that, but it's all right. Mainstream press is fascism now where facts are losing out to idealism. Which we've seen over and over. Mainstream again. press is fascism. Is that what you said? Yeah, it's yeah, being it's controlled by corporations. The where facts is losing out to idealism. idealism. So the press, he's saying should there always should be a tension between government, power, yes, yeah. corporations. But now that the journalists are actually elites, it's well, well they were the spokespeople that yeah. we look at. Are, it, they are on that side, not yeah. the... You should not almost not know who a journalist is. There's a famous meme of like when Jeff Bezos, like the headlines about Amazon before Jeff Bezos buys the Washington Washington Post Post. versus like the seven headlines about um, Amazon after he buys it. And it's, you can see what the fuck is going on. Like it's clear as fucking day, obviously. Yeah. Like every third post on Twitter now is about how great Tesla is. Yeah. We're going to Mars. Um, we're in the period of death of retractions. Yeah, when they used to be front page, we it, fucked it, up. It used to be like a, a badge of honor. Like, we got something wrong and this is why we did it, but now it's like, whatever. Well, people used to get fired. That was a big thing. If you, as a journalist, lied, your reputation was tarnished and you were out of the game for good. And I'm here to say there's no, Fox, CNN is no better. But reporters, he was saying that exposed stories... Don't get promotions. Like they, they, they don't actually get a talk you down to. Said you shouldn't do this anymore. Just opportunities become far less. So that makes someone else say, "Oh, they did that. I won't do that." Like it's such a. I bet they do get talkings too, though, where they're like, "Listen, this guy's our ad. Don't fucking badmouth that company or whatever." We're well, saying in the same thing. Politicians, when they get into it, may have the intent to talk about AOC. But once you start going. You just don't get chosen for committees and you get maligned and, or you go, oh, that happened for someone. It's almost a subconscious buy-in to the corruption or the idealism. Well, it's the idea of self-censor, right? Like you change your ideals, not because anybody told you to, but because you can't get ahead unless you don't. And like, you know, they're just talking about how ridiculous CNN is at this point. This is like fodder for, um, airports or background but there are people who watch it and there are people who think they're well informed because they watch cnn but how many people still pay for like i mean i guess i no, but no i have basic cable boomers you are pretty well informed you're just well informed on one half of the argument very well informed on one half of the argument or misled no i don't think you're very well informed (laughs) on either half of the argument i totally disagree with that i don't think either side is giving you a clear picture of what they're trying to like. It's all bullshit. It would have to be somewhere in the middle of them both put together. 
No, but even then, like, dude, the U.S. government. L- listen, anyone who blows a whistle goes to jail or goes or is exiled to Russia. So you're never really getting the straight goods anyway. Like that's why every time Joe has Mike Baker on, I'm like, what are we doing here? What are you doing? You know that this guy can't be giving you like. Well, that's an industry plant, obviously. Like um, even the alien shit. Like if Joe believes that all this alien shit is bullshit, he spent six months having people on talking about that Tic Tac. Like he bought into it hook, line, and sinker. You know what I mean? And whatever, who knows how, like maybe they moved $6 trillion during that six months while Joe was talking about aliens. And how I out mean, of touch, <laughs> how out of touch is CNN that they spent $300 million because they thought they were going to launch a CNN Plus app that people would pay for? That lasted three weeks. That's what, I don't understand. Why did they ever think that somebody would pay them for what they were giving away for free? Because they believe they. What I've noticed is um, they'll cite other similar news, like NBC is reporting, not our sources are reporting. So they all just believe their own bubble, literally. And it, it seems like it's the same thing as what I'm saying. When they're making a shitty movie, do they realize? This is going to come a shitty movie. They actually think they're doing quality journalism. And I thought of the example of Quibi, which just flashed. That was the one that was going to be 10 minute shows and billions of dollars. And people had jobs and people quit their jobs because they got a job on Quibi and we we're going to be there. And it things can go catastrophically wrong. Such a history of fake news, starting with the weapons of mass destruction, the no, Russian assassin. Well, you go way back for fake news. You want to start with weapons of mass destruction? JFK, I guess, would have been nuts? the first fake but news. You don't even think they landed on the moon. Wep- oh, that's but, some fake news, but, too. But, <laughs> but weapons of mass destruction is sort of in the realm of the 24-hour news cycle. Yeah, you're right. Whereas just a story could be really repeated. Yeah, the first Iraq war was the first time they started showing like the war on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like wag the dog. And then disaster TV became like commonplace after that. And they're, well, to me, obviously, their credibility is just worn away. I don't know what it takes for other people. Um, I love the Jesse the Body Ventura story. Yeah. Because he was at that war and he oh, made yeah. like whatever, 11 million dollars. He calls it's Kasha M- MSNBC. <laughs> Kasha MSNBC. Come on in. Have a margarita. Again, I hope that opportunity comes my way yeah, so I can that screw that great? up. Um, and, you know, the persistence on some stories and not the biggest glaring one, of course, is Jeffrey Epstein. The world, the salacious world we know should want to know everything about everything, about every nook and cranny, about everything. But it just seems like uh, he killed himself in jail. Bad things happen to bad people. Next. I think we can all agree, though, that that web is way too big. If the media has been lying to you about small shit. Think of how many people are entrenched in that. Well, I actually have something in the post, Joe. We'll get back to that and bring it up. Yeah, the Epstein thing is huge, but I've been saying this all along. I I can't believe that the public just was okay with, you know, we should have demanded to know what he knew or what she knew or whatever. Yeah, but what do like, we, the public, do? Like No, but the news is, if it le- bleeds, it leads. Like, this has got everything written over it. For it's it to true. Be. It's a great story. Like for, well, It's not a great story. For, no, but no, but for ratings on TV... <laughs> not they, like human trafficking. If, if they're into, like, uh, you know... Um, Salacious. Disaster porn or yeah. whatever. Like, this is fucking fits all the bills. Eyes wide shut, eyes wide open. Is bigger than, you know, like the Catholic Church. I mean, it's not, but, you know, ratings-wise. 
um, there was an interesting moment where they brought up Yon. That was so weird, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ratings wise. Fox News. News. Uh, there was an interesting point where they brought up Yon from Rolling Stone, which is one of the first times I've noticed Joe sort of been like. Badmouth um, him? Yeah. He said that was a very difficult interview. Last time he didn't say that about Jan. That was interesting. Yeah. But he's coming to grips with the fact that, that it was a terrible interview and the guy was fucking nuts. Which I was on the side of at that time. Uh, Matt, though, is a little more diplomatic because um, he was like, well, I'm. He this guy made me who I am. He might draw this. I own a house probably because of him. But um, youthful protest is, is not pragmatic. He came to him because that guy was sitting back like. You know, Joe, it's a different time. We changed the world. And it just turned into exactly what he, the complete opposite of what he was through success. I'm sorry. What? Who are you talking about? He's saying as the Yan guy, he started, like I was saying, potentially with Klaus Schwab. He started with the best of intentions. And he ended up just becoming exactly what he was fighting against. He ended up becoming the corporate cog in the wheel. But was unaware of it. Yeah, well, listen, money will corrupt. I mean, it's possible, too, that he was just corrupted right from the start and that Rolling Stone is a CIA operative thing and he was just used right from the beginning to fund a magazine for counterculture. Sure. Uh, We've all agreed that Rolling Stone has just fallen off a cliff from what it once was. I never really read it, so I don't know. You You never... Hunter S. Thompson was writing for it in our lifetime. Yeah. He did one about horse races or I polo. I was too uh, young at that time to appreciate him. But I mean, why would we assume that, uh, like, we watched the death of legacy media? So why would Rolling Stone be any different? Right? Well, there just wasn't the bias that it has now fallen into, which he, Matt, confirmed. Yeah, I agree. It, but it went that way. I'm, not you. I mean, I guess I get it. But I'm just saying, like, over the last 15, 20 years, we watched every established magazine that had been around for 50, 100 years. We watched them all go away other than National Geographic, I Popular mean, Time Science. Magazine is still giving away their Man of the Year award and, you know. Okay, what is <laughs> In a Man Object of the Year award, you mean? There was a time, though, right before the internet where magazines had a real, like, resurgence with Maxim and, Yeah, we've talked know, about yeah. this for sure with the girls on the cover yeah. and, and obviously the app and, and then Instagram it just, killed it. It just went right into And they definitely porn. would have been considered uh, right-wing those magazines, toxic for sure, masculinity, yeah. yada, oh, so yada, toxic. yada, yada, so toxic. But yeah, Joe it was like Andrew Tate. <laughs> yeah, for sixty-five he, pages. It was like yeah. he was the editor, um, in chief. And Joe, Joe reflected that it was a sad conversation, which I it's, it's a rare thing for him to do that. Uh, then there, actually, they got back to the World Economic Forum, and uh, there's an incident. I think Joe was a little short with Jamie. Well, was Klaus there or wasn't he? James clicking away. Well, the article. Sometimes Joe says something and then just wants it to be right. Yes. Yeah. Well, did you search it this so way? much that he is willing to sacrifice maybe whether it's really right or not? It's almost like Jamie's bubble and Joe's Julian. <laughs> His glass there. Um. And then there was a weird thing when they sh- they played you the. You can re- always tell what Kamar's been watching. Yeah, of course, because that's his reference. Yeah. That, yeah, it's like that episode of The Office, Million Dollar Baby. He's watching Million Dollar Baby. Fresh references. For <laughs> oh yeah, that's so good. <laughs> um, He's doing the whole script of Million yeah. Dollar Baby. 
He plays the Thanks, cl- He plays the clip of the I think he's Australian, the reporter, uh, sort of not harassing but asking the editor from MSB, MSNBC, don't you think it's a conflict of interest that you're here on their dime to report on them? Yada yada yada. And then Joe goes, "Is that the guy that did the thing with uh, Jim Jeffries?" And if it isn't, we got to edit this out. Yeah. Yeah. But it was. was. It was. Well, or, or Jamie's just pissed off. I boy talked about Klaus Schwab and left that in. Who knows? My favorite part, part you just brought it up is Joe says, uh, "Yeah, he he said he was going to punch him in the face allegedly." And then he goes, no, but actually pull it up, Jamie, because he definitely said it. And then there's no evidence of him saying it. Well, it's the and, other guy paraphrasing. Yeah, and then this other guy comes on and is like, I, I walked in there and he said he wanted to punch you in yeah. the face. And Joe's like, no, no, there's actual audio. Jamie, pull it up. Pull it. And then he never finds it. it does did you put it in this way, Jamie? Man says, <laughs> I want to beat the shit out of you to reporter. Man MSNBC. Joe Rogan MSNBC. saying he wanted to hit him in the face. Um, and then they were talking about independent fact checking, which... For a minute, we may have thought you had something. You look something up, but immediately say false. Oh, well, I've been had. But then it turns out the owner of that is married to a prostitute and maybe Bob Lazar. <laughs> they didn't say whose name was. Um, but yeah, the, the biggest thing is that mainstream media covering the source of the Twitter files and the reporting on it and not the actual information lying there in between. And they're like, well, why should we? It was given to one uh, reporter. And imagine you just being a voice for this billionaire is how it's portrayed. Who had the laptop? The FBI. No, we don't know. Well, he just had the FBI. Oh, oh, had it. Like, yeah, uh, like who had pre-election? Who had in their possession? I think the, Hunter I think the FBI. It was the uh, guy at the computer shop. Who turned it in? Yeah. To, and, and it went, went to, to the, the FBI. FBI. Yeah, exactly. So I want to get this straight. So Trump, as soon as he gets in, tries to fire the head of the FBI. Correct? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, no, fires him. Oh, he does fire him. Yeah. Call me. Yeah. Out. And then four years later, the FBI has evidence that would definitely get Trump to win. And they, and they hold on to it. Well, we, we, the weird thing is this is happening before Trump became president mm-hmm. is he was getting suppressed. So maybe the FBI was already working with him and they never wanted him to be in. The FBI never wanted him. They literally sort of, he point. is a disruptor for better, for worse. He's a clown. I mean, he is fun. I don't care what you, you say. Um, but no, that was, I, the, I just don't think it was part of their plan. I think uh, Clinton was part of, part, part, of, part of their plan. And while Trump was president, they had to put Whatever plans he had on hold for four years, and then war breaks out, everything's or going not even on hold, but maybe go against what the who well, knows, waste, right? Yeah, use up energy getting rid of him instead of doing whatever evil stuff they want to do. I think for the most part, and I could be totally off here, but this is how I, I think about it. In a normal time, if take Trump out of the equation, if it's Biden against whoever, Clinton, you know what I mean, or whoever, just bear with me here. It doesn't matter if they're Republican or Democrat. It's all the same shit. Trump was like outside of those two things, you know? Mm-hmm, he was his mm-hmm, own mm-hmm. kind of problem. Menace. But he wasn't a politician. No matter what party gets in, like we always say, it's the same party. They're just convincing you they're two sides of the same coin. Yep. Yeah. 
And he mentioned that because mainstream media isn't reporting on um, the Twitter files, it's not even making it way into like Wikipedia. That if you want to search, what's this Twitter files all about? There's not a lot of information about it. And most people don't know what happened. I'm telling you. I don't like, know what happened. <laughs> the <laughs> average person doesn't know that there were like. Or think it's a bad thing probably even. Well, they don't even or know detrimental. what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the paper used to have such credibility, eh? The newspaper? Even ours would be the Ottawa Citizen or the Sun. I believed it. If it was in the paper, I believed it. But that the sun was, was like a trashy rag. And the yeah. citizens seemed to have some dignity or whatever. And you, your parents would be finished reading it. And then you go to the sports section, maybe entertainment. And, and that was when they um, competed against each other. Now they're just owned by the same company. The same company owns all the newspapers. It's crazy. And I'm sure they're written by Chad. Um, My grandfather's big thing was read the newspaper front to back every day. That was his like. You have to. You'll only become smarter if you read the newspaper. And, and first oftentimes it's interesting, and you, oftentimes you found things out. I read the comics. I did that. The comics, the crossword. And the sports section. And the, the there was a time you'd ha- that's where you go to look for a fucking job oh, or an yeah. apartment. Yeah. That's how they made their money, the classifieds. <laughs> that's crazy. No way. Out think the about window. That. Well, now they got apps. To find an apartment before the internet, you went to the newspaper. Or a job. To find a phone number, you went to the phone book. Like a uh, caveman. Um, the B-52 COVID song is so weird, right? Because Jimmy Fallon. The Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon But because song, it, they're making fun of something that they're afraid of. Like it's like um, satire has lost its its way at this point. I think, And I think that's a mark of a society. And um, <laughs> That's the mark of decline. a society. When satire has lost. There's some sort of quote about that or something, but. These people should never make fun of. There should always be a reverence for the health care workers and the scientists that put science together, the god of the vaccines that saved us, that got us out of the pandemic. But now they're just laughing about the next thing, which people who were anti-vaccine were saying at the beginning when it was a scandemic. Do you know what I mean? They've come full circle of a box. Kamar, I'm sorry. That's a weird flex. No, though. I you, don't understand what you're saying. You sound you're like wrong. one of those people who was like, you can't make fun of 9-11. Like, eventually, you can make fun of 9-11. There comes a time where... Yeah, but it should be funny. Like, it's just so sad what he was doing. They were talking about, he's dead in the eyes. Like, what is I the... I get it, but we don't find that funny. Someone's watching that. Someone finds that funny. Well, that person should be put down. Well, I... Okay. I, I still am kind of lost, but whatever. It doesn't matter. You thought the B-52 song was good? No, it was stupid. It was stupid. But these are, like, the best writers, like... But no, his whole show is stupid. So why should this song be any different? You yeah, know? that. Yeah, but like you said, there's a bunch of people that think it's really entertaining, and those people got to go. I think the problem is that is that Jimmy Fallon's opinion or is that the network's opinion? Yeah, I mean that was your comment. What is it? It doesn't even make sense. I mean, it's up there with Colbert doing the 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 the, the uh, jab dance or whatever. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Uh, Twitter was selling blue check marks. It wasn't Twitter. It was people at Twitter. Yeah, like like gross it, insiders. It, yeah. It was gross insiders. Like there's, there, there really is. It's all come out. People still don't care. Right wing is now pejorative, but it shouldn't be. It should just be a different ideology. And at the end of the day, we're in this together, so it's all right. But it's now become because Nazi. They already used that up. Now it's just right wing. Um, breaking points is as big as CNN. 
And they're starting to get annoying to me. We talked about that before. You forgot about Phetasy and how Joe again went off on how Canada is this fucking like nonstop fascist dictatorship. Oh, that was coming up here, but yeah. And that may be the case. It may be. I, I, I don't feel it though. Like just as the every man in Ottawa, my life hasn't changed at all. Now that's not to say that, you know, we won't be controlled with fucking. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How does, Ca- callers hold on. I don't think you ask a 20 year old living in Canada, like, yeah, we're under a t- tyrant here. How how can a guy who's literally spent the whole week talking about how a social media company based in his country pretty much stole an election in a democratic society, but were the fascists? Yeah, and, right. And again, listen, the fact that they let Trudeau off is ridiculous. That's, Obviously, we'll do that on the post. Show. Okay, fine. But I, I will bring up what he said here. Um, I don't want to talk about it either way, so <laughs> if it just postpones it for a bit, I guess I'm fine with is, it. Is it that he, Matt Tybee doesn't care, or there was no information that Twitter dumped that the same thing's happening on Canadian Twitter? It was, it no, it's all isolated. Twitter. It's all Twitter. So Scotland Yard has its issues with uh, Twitter in England. I, I I don't know that. I've not heard anything. Like I that. assume CSIS has a guy in a room at Twitter the same way. Like, but I, this, this I would think, be to support what you're saying is you think we're tyrannical. And- I think the difference is that our prime minister, Mr. Trudeau, actively participates with Twitter in the suppression of information here. They have to go and ask them for help in the States. Here, Trudeau goes to them and is like, hey, you want to uh, make sure that they we limit people's views on Twitter? I mean, that too. Like, Joe, you know, Joe argues about, like, well, we don't have a First Amendment. Like, I mean, yeah, he's right. But, like, in a way, like, think about it. You, your country is going that way as well. So I don't really see. I think the pushback, they don't have to do it on Twitter because they do it on the CBC directly and blatantly. Sure, but you don't have to watch the CBC the same way you don't have to be on Twitter. No, but we all think as Canadians that the CBC is like this should be uh, this unbiased, this impartial network. It doesn't matter way better who's than American the country. It should be that's really what the CBC should be. I mean, at least it should the be CBC, the one place to get news. At least this week, I've seen the CBC talk about this train derailment at least four times. Two weeks after the facts, like for some reason, they heard something and started talking about it. They talked about before Twitter and the internet, there was just the um, counterpoint, the show's crossfire. Yeah, yeah. And there was, uh, they, they sort of laughed at this guy named Alan Combs that was the punching bag for... Hannity and Combs. And yeah. uh, they're like, what, whatever happened to that guy? He actually passed away of cancer in 2017. Just, oh, I'm glad they had a good laugh about him. That's, <laughs> that's how I felt yeah, when I looked at him. Yeah. He died of suppressing, having to eat it. But I think he... <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Alan Combs. So social credit system, we think that's probably a bad thing unless you have lots of credit and you think the right thing. I think it's a bad thing to make anything uh, purely digital at this point. I think we're about to find out how um, fragile our infrastructure is here. Last of Us style. All we would need is a good earthquake, like Matt said, to show us, you know. Wish we had uh, some books instead of the cloud. A solar flare? Sure. Um, yeah, obviously those Biden documents. No, yeah, yeah, I was going to say a solar flare and we are fucking done. The Biden documents came out because now he served his purpose and someone doesn't want him out to reckless anymore. 
I think it. I These think they're. Leaks. I think they're absolutely right. It's like as soon as he showed interest in running again, they were like, "Not so fast, fucking old man. Grandpa Simpson." I you were they, here to get Trump out, and now we have other plans. I bet he's also walking around the Oval Office like we killed JFK. We, uh, <laughs> he's in. No, his, I mean they're like he's one press conference away from leaking it all. Have you ever seen Veep? Do yeah, you watch of Veep? course. You know when she hires that guy who she thinks is like the um, best whatever. Um, hatchet man in the business and it turns out that he thinks it's 1975 and he's working for whoever yeah, they yeah. stick him down the bit that's what biden is that's what i'm saying like this guy could be one step I've, away from- i've seen episodes of veep and it's so wild how aloof she is yeah to what she's doing yeah but kamala harris is literally that yes Yes. And she wants to run again. So I just, and you know what my problem with the truckers is from like people who weren't here for it? I guess everybody else is that buckle up. You really have to put yourself into the position of the people who are here. Like, imagine Joe wanted to get to his studio every day, but he couldn't because the roads in LA were totally blocked by trucks. He would be like, guys, you can go protest in the parks, but you can't block the streets. Like, that's. You know what I'm saying? I think that's possible. He wouldn't blindly support their cause. No, I just think they don't take into consideration that fact. I think they think that like Canada stopped people from protesting, meaning you couldn't go out with a picket sign on the streets in front of the parliament or on the sidewalks in front of the parliament building and speak your mind. That wasn't the case. It's the fact that they blocked up traffic in the the center of the city. Listen, it's I get a huge you, difference. I get it. I understand what you're saying. I'm not saying it well, but I get it. I think the point is what like, you're saying is you have you had no problem with truckers staying downtown, not blocking any streets and holding their signs for as long as they want, but stopping someone from going to work, trying to live their day to day life. Especially people who theoretically you're fighting for, the same people who were hurt, just like you as a trucker by their businesses being closed down are finally able to open them again, but they can't because you guys have decided that your but trucks the, are the, more the important than them. The news completely lied about the truckers saying they were just tearing Agreed. up shops and had they just uh, let everything open because the truckers didn't shut it down. The city said, no, you, you got to shut down for your own safety. Everyone could have banner times. You know what the problem too is, is that there were some things that weren't great. I'm not saying every trucker out there was a terrible person and the way he described them was wrong, but there were some people who weren't good people, just like there is at every protest. There's always going to be a group of people who take that opportunity to enforce what they believe in a, why are you looking at me like no, that? Cause I was well, just saying, the, the one thing they kept saying is like bouncy castles. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> they're not protesters. They're a bouncy castles. Like what do you have against I just, bouncy I castles? Just think they sound like Jordan Peterson. If you don't think there were fights, then you're crazy. There wasn't. There were. There wasn't. You're there telling were. me there was not one fight the whole time of the. Well, how was there zero? fights? They all get along. They all agree. They're all there there for the same cause. And it was clean. Anyways, we'll get into that in the post show. There's I a couple that things. There, you would see. Okay, people who walked by them in masks. Yeah, I think there were altercations. People were harassed, possibly um, like take off your mask or something. But there's no physical fights, no assaults. Were you know then Simon, take off mm. your masks. Like I, I don't know, I'm a fucking adult. Like 
if you want free speech, then another adult on the street is allowed to heckle you for wearing a mask. That's just part. There are more lies and truths in the media depiction of what happened, so it's going to make this muddled area. There were keep more in mind though. Hold lies on. Hold on. Then truths. Is that what you said? The people that tried to burn down the building. There was truckers had nothing to do with that. Let's muddle it the other side though. The far right are using it as like a like I saw a meme the other day where it was like you know you were down there the day the. The police came on horseback and you, a, a trucker supporter, said you were like, I don't know what else they were supposed to do. Yeah, they did it. So that's what I, so the, the far right are using it as like, look at the fucking tactics they used well, against no. like, because they were using it. I saw one meme where they were like, look at this on like innocent bystanders just walking by. Like you told me they were warned to leave multiple times. They and were, there's a huge bystanders. There was a by. huge loudspeaker saying, move right now, you get arrested. And even Rouleau in his ruling said this could have been handled without what they did. The biggest thing that is like, whoa, what the fuck is the bank accounts? Yes. And the fact that it was even like your bank accounts were frozen. Call 1-800-2222 to require. But there was, it was just it. Cut off and like what the hell? That I want to know how many problems. I want to sure. know. I, listen, even and if people it's one, who it's a donated to the truckers have their bank account shut. That that's a huge problem. Last, that's uh, a also huge just problem. cutting off the donation stream. I don't know how you do that. Well, they lied about that. They said they all come from America. They weren't. They well, that was the Canada. part of this whole PayPal thing. I didn't understand. PayPal was like, free speech. How is PayPal? What does that mean? Stay in your lane. What he's saying because they're going to fine you twenty five hundred dollars if what. If well, you say something against the government, because they want to be in good standing on with the government. what? Who's to say? On every platform? Simon, I'm not going to lie. When I heard that, I was like, I got to keep a fucking real tight eye on yeah, our PayPal. No because shit. any day now, we're going to get no the whole fucking bombs. thing just wiped out. Like, It is scary. Listen, it's I, do, I said at the time, I didn't like it. I thought the emergency act, he was being a fucking total pussy. There was no reason for it. I think you could have easily gone down there and... You, listen, they should all, have had them park the trucks somewhere else, and they could have school buses that picked them up every morning, dropped them off to walk around, and then dropped them off, and then they would have had a legitimate thing. But like I said, the disruption I, to the people, like Simon said, was too much. Like I said too, it at the time Trudeau knew they were about to lift all the restrictions, so he knew the truckers were about to get what they wanted, which means they were out of Ottawa in the next week. We'll revisit. Give or take, give or take. My point is, Simon, let's say it takes another two weeks. The point is they're going to run out of steam, literally, and they're going to get what they want and they're all going to go home. But he instead wanted to bring in like a, a huge show of force, bring in outside cops in riot gear and then like trample someone in a wheelchair on horseback. It didn't look fucking great. No, that's the for sure. optics were. The optics good. were absolute dog shit. No, it was, it was a sad day. Uh, there's one more point that I'll bring that up in the post, Joe. Um, Gavin Newsom went to the White House when Joe Budden's out to pick out drapes and carpeting. And I love like that you just call him Joe Budden's when Joe Budden's out. Um, <laughs> My and, White House, motherfucker. And lastly, the saddest point ever was how Joe was like, the disdain that iTunes has for podcasts. It never monetized. We've spoken about it. We've spoken about it <laughs> so many times. A small tear just ran down my cheek and landed on my iPhone and shorted it out. Can you imagine sitting on a cash cow like that and not giving two sweet whole fucks? And he was saying he went to them. You have so many other revenue streams. It is crazy, though. It's bananas. It doesn't make a lick of sense. Ah, The fucking genre, genre 
is named after you. You created it. And it's even crazier. Spotify is out there spending billions. No, but spending billions of dollars trying to bring people over exclusively. This is what I mean. And iTunes, literally Apple's like, take them fucking all. Could it be noble? By the way, can you rebrand them like Spotapods or something? Because we've had enough of this association with a great thing. That's a good question. It probably isn't. It can't, it almost no, couldn't I, be I, altruistic. Not, not if not if they're they're turning a blind eye to the Congo. But I was just saying, but wait, it's noble. There's just like on. a podcaster for everyone. We have spoken. We can't make money. We have spoken about it too. We've never heard of iTunes taking down a podcast. I've never heard of iTunes censoring or taking any podcast. <laughs> podcasts down. are like a Bitcoin. We got started by some yaki nabonora, and it's just running now. No <laughs> well, one at Apple even knows where it the room have is been, that does podcasts. It would have been interesting if we had tried to start a podcast all about like the Joe Biden laptop right before the last yeah, election. Yeah, to see what happened. To see yeah, if Apple would have Because uh, I'm telling you, I've on. never heard of it. I think they do have some... Um, because I've only listened to Tim You know what I'm hat. saying, Maddie? Yeah. Because brought- I've only listened to Tim for a hat, I, I don't think they care. It's so funny too. Joe has no idea how his billion dollar and industry works. He's like, Yeah, Apple's weird. You're just like, it's like you're just sharing an RSS feed. Yes, Joe, that's what every <laughs> single podcast in the fucking world. That's exactly what Jamie does they when you're supposed to give you $100 million. RSS feed. Yeah, like, yes, I know. You idea. have no just fucking smashing the like dude, button it's back unreal. there. Unreal. You could do a podcast and not make any money. <laughs> <laughs> You mean Athletic Greens isn't just kicking down your door to give you money? It's yeah, just like, strange to me. It's just strange. Yeah. <laughs> I gained he, how many last week? figures that if you don't have ads, at least you'd have like the uh, pocket pussy or something. No, the fleshlight. Yeah, someone's Even giving Even the most you money. uninteresting yeah. podcasts get them yeah, as true. their fucking sponsor. And just lastly, to your, these guys are so old, they just want to burn all down because they're like, take it with them. Except for Bernie. He is the one, like Rand Paul. I was just going to say, though, he's like he's like Ron Paul, where he's screaming from the rooftops, like, I have the answers. And everyone's like, shut up, old man. I know, but he doesn't go deep. Like, if he comes home and finds his wife with the, the lawn, pool boy, whatever, maybe he'll, I've had enough, I just can't take it anymore. That one moment, but he doesn't. The problem with Bernie is that he loves his party so much that he'd rather, like, at the end of the day, he'd rather see his party succeed instead of him. It's true. Yeah, he needs something. Even though he should, he, he should be the voice. Wife. He should be the voice of blowing up that party yeah. because it's so fucking corrupt. As his last but raw, instead, he just toes the line at the end of the day because he thinks Biden was nice to him, finds out he's banging his wife the whole time, and he's got inoperable cancer. If Biden was banging his wife the whole time, he wouldn't remember anyways. So it's, it's just a mess. I saw the best fucking video the other day on Instagram. This guy's like, and now I'm going to do words that Americans pronounce with an interesting tone or whatever. And he says like a couple of words, you know, he's like uh, aluminium, aluminum. And he says a few others. And then he goes, universal health care. And he goes, fuck you, you liberal <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> it's like I meant to say pass the sugar, honey. And it came out. You ruined my life, you fucking bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's someone's joke. Yes, of course it is. Yeah. It's like my favorite joke. <laughs> oh, my God. I've told it like 15 times on this show. Yeah, you've made it yours. Uh, yeah, so Matt Tybee, Twitter files dump. We're fucked. Oh, it, the only good episode of the week. In closing, too, I think you should both give the Jim Jeffries 
a chance. Really? Yeah. I will. He, he seemed like as he's on I, fire. As soon as Joe told me that he sets people up, I was just like, fuck Jim Jeffries. No, no. I mean, his stand-up is still, you know, pretty racist. High and dry. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. might be the hardest I've ever laughed. Yeah, when we was saw him that live. Jim Jeffries yeah, show. Was yeah, fucking incredible. I couldn't catch my breath. <laughs> I, it might have been because I was really high or whatever, but I just like every laugh and then you were i was just finishing and then he'd kill me again and it was i like, find with super high you don't laugh that much because uh, it's more in your head you no know. no it was really good we all like jared i was done yeah it was really good it was very funny this is it's a, and he filmed it in toronto good on him i didn't know his last baby mama was canadian it's interesting he does the best cliff clavin impression in the world jim jeffries yeah fun fact that's interesting he loved cheers no me I can't even do close. I give it three and a half. Matt, that you. was that supposed to be your Cliff Clavin? No, I mean, they say the zebra. You sound like an Australian. Cliff Clavin <laughs> was an Australian. You sound like Jim Jeffries doing Cliff Clavin. That's what he's trying to do. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Out of the park. Mission accomplished. Brilliant. I give it a three and a half as well. I will give this one a 3.85. I thought it was very good. It would just be better if Matt Taibbi wasn't Matt Taibbi. Well, he's, he's a little bit too much of a Joe sycophant for my liking. Well, he looks but... just like him. He's the most interesting because I've liked him, not liked him, liked him. Yeah. So that makes you think he's consistent. It's funny how he just got the yeah. Twitter files dumped in his lap, though, like literally. Like Elon phones him up. Hey, buddy, you want to uh, take care of this uh, for me? You know? They were at a different fuck island. Well, yeah, have not just him. Uh, also, uh, Barry. No, no, I know. Just in general, like it was just they didn't go looking for it. It came to them. And I, I, he should have asked him, "How's he made? Have you monetized? Has this got you a bunch of followers? Have you made money off this opportunity?" Full disclosure. I'm sure he has. I'm sure his Substack has done well. But the other question is, if he was like not on Substack and he was giving away all this shit for free, would more people know about it? Oh, that yeah, was my he has last to make point. a living. I know. Matt, we, I we've know. all known for I years. I figure if we're not making anything, nobody should. That as long as corporations are involved in media, you're not going to get real media. You like how I so. just compared us to a professional yeah, journalist? I do, yeah. The media has to be independent and crowdsourced. The media has to be independent and crowdsourced, yes. That's what the future has got to be. What there should be, this is what I think should happen. There should be a um, public media site that is truly public meaning that we all, based on donations, you donate money, that money then goes to pay the people responsible to bring us the, the news, and it's done by the people for the people. And they're held with a performance review. Of course, uh, of course. And you make a certain amount of money, and it's a good amount of money, but you can't make any more than you make. You know what I mean? There's no incentives. There's no nothing. You are a news purveyor you are paid by the people and not even through the government so there's not even a chance for them to get their grubby little hands and fuck things up it's just a social media site called real news for oh, the sounds, people by the people sounds that like sounds it, too right-wing but it, all, it, all, it also sounds like it's got to be like a smart contract how about true news oh even for more the right-wing way the worse people. Freedom news. Oh, shit. That's bad, eh? How about... Um, Either way, we got to wrap this up. We'll do this in the uh, posty. Posty. We can keep... You can keep the bringing them off. The new news. Oh, I like that. There you go. For yeah. the people. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. What the fucking subtitles? All right. Well, that's an episode. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Maybe we want to go a step further. First of all, we want to thank uh, BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. 
There will be a link in the description if you want to go and check them out. We would appreciate that. Maybe you need some help. Maybe you need some help you didn't know you needed. Also, uh, the Patreon. It's February Sweeps. It's been a big month. Act now. Last time to join for February is this week. So head over to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. If you don't join this week, that's okay, because March Madness is coming up, and that's going to be electric. Uh, it's patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. You get the post show, the show after the show, we shoot the shit. You'll also get old episodes of This Won't Age Well and the new book club. I gotta read that book. Yeah, so do I. I'm, I'm already fucked, so it's great. I'm I happy we're doing uh, this. Uh, that's it. We have I, a YouTube. It's YouTube. I went to try and download it. Yeah. And it said, oh, we need a new credit card number for it. I was like, oh, f- oh you're done. Yeah, I'm that's, done. Yeah, <laughs> that's, way that's too two much. weeks for Simon. I'm going to have to buy the real book <laughs> and read it. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Uh, we have a YouTube. Sorry. It's YouTube.com slash Jerry Podcast. If you want to watch some stupid clips, you can go there and do that. That's it. Thank you for listening. We hope you have a great week. We hope you enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open. <laughs>